I'm Anvil. And I'm Jeff. And it's Let's Talk It All. Why, and yes it yes is. Yes it is. And we are back up. Uh, we're on a roll. I think this is the third Monday in a row we've gotten we together. Are, we are back. We, uh, we haven't been like this track. since the first first season. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> all the members, I remember the first couple of shows I listened to them recently, and it's funny how nervous we were. And, you know what I'm saying? Nerd, yeah, we had, some, we had some good conversations. We had conversations, and, conversations yeah. We had some good topics, yeah. and I kind of lost on Dana White. During one of them. Yep, Dana White. Dana White is trying to kick his ass and over him. And then uh, I still think probably one of our best shows was Kennedy. Yeah, that was Assassination. Yeah. Which I find funny because there's a, um, I don't know if it's just popping up on my feed, but uh, I've seen the last couple weeks in a row, there's been things coming up about how Trump has declassified the, the Kennedy assassination like, he's no, already no, done no. that. He's, no. well, they did that was some, already done. But there's still ones ahead. He reviewed, uh, or he had a committee review, and uh, some of it's been released, but a lot of it's still highlighted. Uh, so whatever they're still hiding. Oh, there might be more stuff on that. Yeah, oh, I mean, there's people still alive that do something well, of something, and that's what it boils down to. So. It's tough, because anymore everything is being recycled on social media. Things that were big news six months ago, they Bring it back up. Yeah. It's like movies. They're all doing remakes of movies. Because And again, I don't know how you can't even get ideas, but they want to remake this and remake that. and uh, Just just crazy, crazy talk. Yeah, I just, you know, it's funny crazy about talk. movies. I've been, I just watched uh, uh, yeah, The Matrix again uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I started watching, um, uh, not the latest Godzilla, but the first new Godzilla. Right, you right. Know. Uh, which might be under Godzilla. No, it's next week. Uh, next week, I have Godzilla. Yeah, is Godzilla real? Uh, that'll be next week, though. Um, King of the Monsters. Uh, there may be some... Did you watch... You mean you watched... Maybe some evidence. Did you watch oh, the on YouTube now, by the way. Hi, everybody. Our YouTube audience. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeff got the video done, so uh, that's very cool. Yep. That's very cool. Uh, it's been a long time um, since I used videos, and uh, so I had to know what I knew all this, but I'm pretty sure I got it. I'll give you the YouTube information for our channel. And you can start uploading to that. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's something. Um, the new, 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 new Godzilla? Yeah, the new, The new, brand new, 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 new Yeah, the new, 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 That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, I didn't see, now, the King of the Monsters one, I don't think I saw that one. I'm talking about the, the one right before. The one where oh, okay. Godzilla comes back to life and he takes on the, you know, the, whatever they were, the Predator things. You know, I mean, the, sh- the story's kind of shitty, to be honest. I mean, it's always trying to make believe the other guy, you know, the main character's all through the movie entire time everyone needs Whatever. It, it, to me, okay, it's so a it's sucky not, story, but... It's not the brand new Godzilla. No, no, no. I mean, because it was like one or two after the one week, the one I watched it now. Okay. It was just Godzilla. It just is Godzilla. Okay, okay, you know, so... You know. So the one, one Lonnie and I just watched is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah, that's the newest one. And it was kind of a... It was kind of a kickoff from... Uh, Kong Skull Island. Okay. At the end, they have. No, don't tell me I haven't seen it. Kong Skull Island. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, don't tell me what Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh no, I won't. I'm right. just saying, the the King Kong movie with him on Skull Island. Uh, you get the. At the end of it, they show cave drawings, of these other, creatures that that, basically own the earth. Oh, you mean the King Kong? Movie. Blah blah. Yeah. I saw that one. The King Skull Island with Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, with King Kong. Samuel L. Jackson, the the Vietnam it was 
It was shot in the Vietnam era. Okay. Uh, there's so many. And they, they, <laughs> they remake this movie all the time. This is great. King Kong, Godzilla, Spider-Man are probably three of the most remade movies. Oh, see, I thought they were in the same movie together. No, no. Well, that would, that would be kind of funny. Uh, there's there's at least four or five different incarnations of King Kong. Well, no. I mean, I grew up as a monster. I, oh, like, yeah. I have a video library of Godzilla movies, literally. In this house. Oh, so, a lot. Of, a lot of, I was like, King of too. I mean, I the, the dolls and the black dolls and Japan, you know. And anyway, long story short, I mean, like, I was a, you know, that's what we did on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. I remember ordering pizza from this place called Angelo's in Appalachian, and we would eat yeah, pizzas, and we would watch on, you know, <coughs> gigantic nineteen-inch TV we had, and, you know, the, the Godzilla movies. Oh yeah. Movies, you know, I, I am a Godzilla freak. Um, but I haven't kept up with it, and you know, I mean, the last time I saw Godzilla movie in the theater was when I went to see um, Jesus, what was it? It was Godzilla nineteen eighty five. Oh my god! Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. So that was eighty five. That's thirty five years ago. Yeah, so uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, but uh, you know. They used footage from uh, the atomic bomb dropping. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was yeah. kind of cool while they mixed that shit yeah. So, in fact, you know, what they did, the original Godzilla, if I remember correctly, did the same thing. I'll have to look back, but it was black and white. That was the premise that it was, it was black with all the nuclear and bombs and yeah. testings that so unearthed and I don't know how we got on this mutated. Well, that's all right. We'll still get, we'll get into that anyway. So, anyways, uh, moving on. Um, Better out of the tank. Well, this is not good beer. That's what it was. Boom, one drop. I Anyways. Uh, so, a lot of new things going on. You got us up on video. That's a nice, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice surprise. Um, just switched over to a new host for the radio part of the program. Yes. That's nice. Uh, just signed us up for a program called Patreon. Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon. And it's a, kind of like a kind of like a crowdfunding type thing. But basically you become a sponsor. You become a sponsor of whatever it is. I know uh, Alani and I sponsor uh, 25 hours a month at the Hinsdale House. To help keep them up and running and pay for some of the stuff that goes out there. So, between you, me, and Alani, we've got three podcasts going right now. Uh, we got the books going. Um, and I just kind of lumped us all together and put us out there on the patron page as a Bloody Hand Media. And for as little as a buck, a dollar, four cents, four cents a day, you can, you can, you can, you can, you can feed your starving podcasters in the greater upstate New York area. Um, yeah, seriously, for a dollar, you can, you can pledge a dollar a month, and that goes right to uh, paying for uh, the hosting costs and website costs and things like that. So, um, any of you out there want to get more involved with the show? 
feel free to join the patron page. There's uh, links on the web pages. There are links on the Facebook pages. And uh, join up. Uh, your name will be recorded and will appear on the will appear on the uh, website as a sponsor or patron of the program. Uh, at certain levels, different levels, different cash levels, uh, there'll be different things going on. And uh, well, we the more some, the more you give, the more we're going to give you. We have some cool merchandise. We got, we got, about, you know, we will, you know, we, uh, we will do, uh, we'll do some special patron-only content for, uh, we got stickers, we got stickers, we got, stickers. We got buttons, uh, glasses, shot glasses, mugs, uh, depending on how you, what your contribution level is, it's kind of like, kind of like the uh, independent PBS kind of donation drive type thing. So again, no one's getting rich on this. No one's wanting to get rich on this. This isn't about us making yeah, money. This is just not fun. But you know what? If we can defer some of the costs that go along with doing this. You're in, you're out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's clean fun. It's not like Catholic priests when they talk to a voice. This is clean fun. Clean fun. Yeah. yeah. So. A lot of dirty talk, but it's clean fun. Yeah. yeah. No dirty deeds. <laughs> no dirty. Well, not like the Catholic Church. Not that we're gonna. Not that we're gonna talk about or put it on the YouTube channel. Um. So that that's up. We got that up and going too. So, uh, no no one's jumped on board and donating anything yet. But. Uh, Oh, you know, kill, you're not leaving each other, right? Because it kills the camera. Oh, I'm probably dead. Okay, we're going to go. Yay! No, in the dark, maybe won't be able to see me so much. Or my bald head. Yeah. Or, or yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I'm sure there's a reflection off my bald head, so. Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a look. But now you can see, uh, you know, Stonewall Jackson will be easily visible to the folks. Uh, oh, kind of got a kind of got a disco atmosphere going on right now. So, but nice, really but you can see Jeff. Yeah. Just make sure you, you can see Jeff. There we go. Uh, can you see me? You can see the stars and bars hanging off the ceiling. That's that is absolutely lovely. I'm sure we'll catch something about that. But anyways, um, so yeah, doing a lot, getting a lot more things and involved tech, technology wise. Uh, the Facebook thing, the the uh, YouTube thing, will be fun. It'll be fun doing the videos and. Again, uh, at some point, Jeff and I'll do some bonus content where we get patrons at that level. It'll be just for people that are contributing and we'll do stuff special for them. Maybe you can get them on. And some of the bonus material stuff uh, in videos is awesome. I don't know, uh, porn. I mean, you get the extra. You know, extra. Yeah. And I always find that stuff fascinating. Uh, when I put fascinating, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Um, um, future shows. Because I wanted to kind of get this out now before I forget. Okay. Let me take the guys' little thing. Yeah, we'll talk about that next yeah. week. Um, and uh, you need to see Heather before you leave tonight because I need permission um, to uh, research uh, local escorts. So I figured it'd be kind of cool to do some, you know, kind of like research local escorts above the board, complete. You know, little hunky panky. Just research it. Uh, maybe contact one to find out why the hell they do it. I'm curious. Okay. Uh, our listeners may be curious. Okay. Let's what, 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 figure out escorts. So uh, you need to see Heather tonight so you understand what my web browsing is for. You know, I'm not looking for myself, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> but uh, so we cover that. So, yeah. Uh, and that. then my greatest idea I ever had. Yeah, it is probably the greatest idea ever had, which is pretty shitty to you, but, but uh, 
I came up with an idea, and this had to be at least 15 years ago, maybe 20. And I came up with shit figurines. And I'll have an example for the show, so we can see it on video. But next show, we're going to about shit figurines. I'm not going to go into any more details than that. But I will have a shit figurine example ready right. to go. So this is going to be awesome. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's an original idea, but it no, will be. No, it's an original idea. It's my idea. It's mine. I own it. And I actually got the website name already. Shippergreens.com. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I'm looking, looking forward, looking forward to that. I think. Anyways. Oh, my God. Um, what's going on? So, today we're, we're recording this, and it's Monday, October 14th. Which is an important day in American history because of what? It is technically Columbus Day. And what did Columbus do? Columbus was an in Italian, 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 Italian adventurer, explorer, whatever you want to call him. And actually, in 1493, October 12th, oh, 1492. That's when he started. Oh, okay. took a while to get here. They had been. Do you actually know something? That's amazing. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and I, and I actually did a little research on this too. I didn't have to research it, basically. Oh, yeah, you 1492. Know, like, awesome. Yeah, we'll pull them. We all, all <laughs> learned in school. I don't know if they, I doubt they learned it anymore, but 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yes, that's it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's old. <laughs> so, in 1493, October 12th, 1493, he landed in what is now the Bahamas. Pina Colada. So, landed in the Bahamas. And that's where he kind of didn't land. That's how he, they say he landed. They changed. He landed in the Americas. It wasn't that. It wasn't the Plymouth Rock thing that happened two hundred years later. But he landed in the Bahamas, it was and then that was Mayflower. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of from there moved on to what is now Cuba, and he was actually governor of that little. Island for a while. Until Castro it, came along. Until though. Castro came along, yeah, that was that was a big jump. It wasn't until actually his third voyage west that he actually landed in what is today considered the continental United States. Hmm. Um, he was actually trying to find a western passage to Asia uh, when he when he landed when he landed in. See this, you know, Columbus is. It's funny because when he hit, when he hit the Bahamas, he thought he had found Asia, and when he discovered Cuba, he thought that was actually Japan, hmm. and he was all confused. It wasn't until he made his third trip and finally landed in, like I said, what is today continental United States, that he realized that probably not in the right place. Um, so. The reason I'm bringing this up, and Columbus Day, other than a big day for sales and day the post offices closed, banks closed, <laughs> things like that, um, has gone into a lot of controversy now that uh, a lot of places are trying to push for indigenous oh, peoples. It's actually, it's funny you bring it up. Indigenous Peoples Day. On my calendar at work, you know, we have these uh -huh. Apple things, which I hate. By yeah. Uh, but... Uh, it says Columbus Day, and then on the calendar it says, and it's not through my company, it's right. through right. Okay. Yeah. my company. And then it says Indigenous 
beautiful day as well. Right. You know, so I'm like, what the hell is that? So I'm trying to hit the click today, the link, to so, figure out what the hell it was. I didn't have time to really, I had other things going on at work, so I'm like, oh, I can't play with that. So, so and from what I can tell, and again, now I researched a little bit, but Columbus basically late 1400s found America, found the continent that would be America. And it was that he kind of opened up, he opened up this land to the European explorers. I don't think Columbus did all the damage that he's getting blamed for. He might have. But when European explorers started coming, they started bringing things like smallpox and other diseases over and... Herpes. Well, yep. herpes, herpes probably. Yep. VD, um, all that shit came they, they discovered humanoid people, but they weren't European people, so they were given lesser value. So a lot were taken in as slaves. They were just or killed or whatever. Um, not all of them, but they were they were given a lesser value, which was a thing that the Europeans. It's not just European. The Vikings did the same thing. If you weren't a Viking, you were lesser. Right. I, I can't think of any any nation back then that if you were another nation, you were given a higher status than yourself. And people, this is important to remember because I know people. Literally, I know people. This isn't even me exaggerating. I know individuals who love the Vikings. Okay, the, the myth, the lore of the Vikings. Uh, totally respect it. They're all engulfed in it, you know, in, in, in thraldom, I should say. And but at the same time, these same people are far to the left, and the Confederate flagging right there is a sign of racism, according to them. And the entire, you know, any monument has to do with the. Uh, you know, the Civil War, you know, on the southern side is a symbol of racism. But at the same time, they can celebrate slavery through the Vikings, so, which I don't understand! Speaking of Vikings, I actually, actually, we have, we, Alani and I, actually have a friend who's moved into the area that is hardcore Viking heritage. Donald Lafarda. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She no. was a service area. Yeah, I'm no, no, sorry. No. Um, and he, and it's funny you say that because you would think with that kind of the Viking mentality, he would be a right wing person, and and he, he he's not. Um, so I've been reluctant to bring him on to the show, but um, but we may we may we may want to have that Viking to get the Viking point of view. We just got to be quasi. He's a nice guy. Hey, I like. I, He's I have a, nice a lot guy. of friends around the block. He makes a hell of a good mead. I love them just like I love them. He makes he makes a hell of a good mead. Uh, he's a hell of a partier. Uh, nice guy. Um, I just know but, that we do not see eye to eye politically. But are you to the right though? That's the question. I'm not to the right. I don't think I am anyway. I <coughs> I, I agree with some of the social issues <coughs> of Democrats. For now. I most certainly do. I was a Democrat at one time. Uh, I'm a libertarian. Um, I'm like that evil mixture of the two. My leftist friends think I'm a I am probably, Republican, and my hardcore Republicans think I'm a leftist. <clears throat> I am probably, if anything, a Reagan Republican. Okay. 
So you're you're a little more to right. I could be maybe even a JFK. Demo. Oh, that's a you're a libertarian. <clears throat> JFK was the first libertarian. Well, I kid you not. John Kennedy was not a Democrat. He was not a Republican. He was a libertarian. So, so I don't, I don't, I, I don't. Oh, and I think we know that I don't. I don't particularly care about either party at this point. I would rather have. Nah, I'd rather have our own thing. This shit's all gonna collapse. Freedom United Party people. Fu the Fu party. The Fu party. Freedom United. Freedom United. Buffalo is our mascot. Yeah. Buffalo. And speaking of Fu Vikings. Fu party. Speaking of Vikings, did anyone see the ass kicking Kirk Cousins cave? Fucking. Eagles this weekend. No, Holy no. shit. I saw your Redskins one. 330 yards. I don't remember about those shit Redskins. They suck. Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Everyone's saying, oh, he's got to go. Two weeks ago, everyone's like, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. He's got to go. Get rid of him. He's horrible. When Captain Kirk comes through, 330 yards, four touchdowns, just shredded the Eagles. Shredded. One, one play should have been a touchdown, whether they got it bad. Uh, it would have been five touchdowns regardless. It would have been 42. It was 38 to 20. It was complete shredding of the Eagles. Destroying them. Completely obliterated the Eagles. I loved everything. Um, as for the Redskins, I've said this before, and I said this a couple, at least last year we started the show, I said, the Redskins will never change as long as Dan Snyder's the owner. Yes. Dan Snyder you, you will be the owner that, you did make that for many years he, until he dies. When he dies, new owner will come in and clean house from top to bottom. Then you will have a good team once again. I grew up as a Redskins fan mm-hmm. since the third or fourth grade, but I have gotten to the point I literally cannot watch them anymore, and I don't want to keep repeating myself. But now I follow the Vikings because I have somewhat respect for that. Not for the players, I like them. I think they're all good people, but I respect ownership who treats their players and their fans in a decent human way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I in my younger days I liked the Vikings, but you. Like, when I followed football, I was back in the early 70s. Oh, shit. He's old, folks. Fran Tarkington. And, and, and all <laughs> Yeah, thanks. And all them. Um, speaking of football, old 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 day football. Uh, when they could still tackle. When oh! they could still tackle. Uh, when they weren't multimillionaires, they were playing for... Penis. Yeah, by today's standard, definitely. Um, watch the program... Lonnie found it on uh, Netflix called The Masked Singer. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, God. Have you seen this? We're going to talk about that kind of shit today. That's funny. The Masked Singer? No. I saw the previews for it and I refused to watch that shit. Well, you know, and we we went in with a very jaundiced eye to watch it, too. But we got, we binged it. We binged the first, first season. Um, it was funny because one of them, Masked and, and I would say Lonnie and I got like sixty percent right, but the one singer and we we got it at the very end. Uh, he was the deer, and basically the process shows that you've got actors, athletes, singers, homeless people that work food, whatever it is, and they put them in these elaborate costumes, and they sing and dance and do whatever. And the goal is to try to guess who they are. It's a competition. As long as you Stay in the competition. Don't you don't get unmasked, but if you get kicked off, you got to show who you are and stuff. So the deer uh, was actually Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> and it was funny 
it was just funny because at the end, um, what gave him away for me is that he was he was talking. They they disguised their voices like with a voice changer. Who was he quarterback for? He was quarterback for the Steelers. That's right. Um, Steelers. And uh, they tried to disguise their voices and stuff, and he laughed. And as soon as he laughed, he knew who it was. I knew who it was. Yeah. And one of the one of the judges said he knew because of the way the way he laughed because he. Kind of bucks his shoulders, bucks shoulders. Yeah, yeah. so he nailed it, and we got him. And uh, but it was just funny to see Terry Bradshaw um, doing this. He's not—he wasn't bad. He did some country stuff. He did some other songs. See, shows like this remind me of Dances with the Stars. Yeah, no, I, can't, my, I don't do Dances my, with the Stars. My, my four-time heavyweight, only four-time heavyweight champion, Evander Holyfield, was on Dancing with the Stars. And I remember watching it. And it was the only time I watched him like this. Is this is the epitome of. He's giving me money. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, it was it was sad. It was sad to watch the only four-time heavyweight champion in history of boxing be on Dance of the Stars. I lost, I lost a lot of respect for Mr. Vander. I understand you need money. You bankrupt. I get it. But still, you know, you made $500 million in your life and you fucking fool with your dummy. I mean, seriously, you know. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I get it. Jesus. Uh, $500 million. Terry Bradshaw, because he, he's the deer, and he's got this, got this like big, like Viking leather fur coat, and uh, for like the deer head, it's this giant leather kind of gas mask thing. He's got these huge antlers. And he kept whacking the MC with the antlers. It was too fuck, and you knew he was doing it on purpose. Like the MC be talking, he just go whack. <laughs> the and stuff. So. Uh, I don't know, we kind of watched that. I just got the football. Well, that's good you kind of pivoted that because one of the subjects I want to talk about was TV. TV. And these reality shows and regular programming, whether it be, you know, all like, uh, whatever it be, Star Trek. Okay, we're Star Trek fans. Oh, we are. And I hate to admit it, but I am. Um, but it kind of goes on to my, my, the premise was the, the TV. So when it came into homes in the 50s, okay, and then it came into colors, I think Star Trek, Star Trek was the first colorized TV show, by the way, folks, you didn't know that it was. Um, you know that? Once it was a series. Yeah, once it was a series. The original pilot wasn't. No, but the original series was yeah. the first yeah. colorized TV show uh, in America, uh, in the world. Anyway, long story short. Um, so, when it, and now it dominates... You listen to office talk, okay, if you work in an environment of that. You will listen to people talk about the, the zombie show this, and, you know, the blue is the white or the orange is the blacks this, or whatever it may be on Netflix or Hulu yeah, or right. whatever. Whatever they're watching, that's what dominates conversation. Um, it's not about, oh, what good book did you read today or last week? You know, I bought two books this week. I bought, yep. Oh, <laughs> I did. I bought uh, Stalin waiting for Hitler. Okay. Which is like this thick. Jeez. And this is not a exaggeration. I was going to bring it down to shoulder, buddy, and I forgot, obviously. Um, and then I bought a UFO book, uh, this brand new. Uh, actually has uh, interviews with, you know, three-star generals like General Exxon and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, about uh, their involvement with the top-secret UFO program. Mm -hmm. Um which I haven't even started yet, but I'm dying to. I started the Stalin book because I'm very interested in history about uh, Stalin, Hitler, and Trotsky, and you know, all these characters that uh, formed uh, Churchill, uh, you know, uh, everybody that formed uh, that particular era. Um, 
But the point I'm making is that we lose ourselves in these fantasy worlds through the TV. It takes our minds off the reality around us. Because let's face it, you know, and I watched The Matrix, and maybe this is one of these questions that comes from, reality kind of sucks. You know, think about it. You know, you watch, oh, you watch the news, and you hear bad shit all day long, and, you know, and you listen to these environmentalists, and, you know, shit, the world's going to end in 10 years at this point, you know, all this bad shit's going on, and then you, you, you do a little research on your own, and you understand, you know, fiat money, and, you know, our money's not backed by anything anymore, it's our ability to produce, which is bullshit, and, the U.S. dollar backs the entire world, and you're like, oh my god, your class is coming, and then your mind goes, ah, and then you're like, I gotta watch Star Trek. Yeah, you need the escape. Right off the ship you need the escape. Right off fucking crack. Yeah. Right? So, it's just kind of fascinating that TV has taken this role in our lives to alleviate all this pressure, you know, mentally, because reality really kind of sucks, you know? You go home to your spouse, maybe you're not getting along, maybe you're sleeping with someone, you're like, maybe, oh my god, man, you're sleeping around or fucking around you, maybe you have a drug problem, maybe you have an alcohol problem, whatever may be going on, you know, or maybe you're not getting along with relatives, right. you know, whatever, there's all this pressure on our lives, so when, we, when people turn on that TV, they're escaping, you know, from that reality they're living in right there, is that what I'm saying? For that one oh, hour yeah. or two hours, they're out, man, they're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm checking out, Yeah. you know? Um, this is, this is a really fascinating kind of thing when you think about how our, our mental capabilities, you know, and our subconscious work. No, I, I, no, I, I agree. I think, and I think, I don't want to say it's by design, but you're right. In, in the, the more that goes on, the more time that goes on, the worse the news gets. The more people escape into these fantasies, these realities. This Speaking of news! News? Oh my god, did you see it today? Which, go on YouTube, folks. Which news? Uh, well, this is news in general. It's okay. not on CNN, I can guarantee you that. But, uh, so, <laughs> a guy, I guess he's a reporter, he works with CNN, a freelance, whatever, goes into, like, a CNN meeting with the head fucking guy, CNN. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's been... He's got the fucking video camera. That's been, yeah, that's been all over. Just blows it up. And it proves what I said... Goes back to my prediction. Fake news. Trump was 100% right. You, you, you can't say he wasn't, folks. Sorry, but the guy was 100% right about CNN. 100% bullshit at this point. Yeah, they, they just went about it. It's not debatable and, anymore. It's, yeah. it's not even close to being debatable. No, he, he was, if, you're, uh, if you're debating it, you haven't watched the video, and I <coughs> haven't done your research, and I'm sorry, I love that you're watching the show, but you're an idiot if you think that because you haven't done your research. Well, not yet. That's not fair. You, Do your research, then come back. He was a video technician, and he was there working, and just got to the point. He just couldn't take it. Just couldn't take. You know, he he thought it was a great opportunity to work for the company and do his stuff, and it was just so. It was so slanted and biased. Yep. Yet they claim not to be. Right. And uh, yeah, that that's all that that's that has dominated the. Uh, the news, the, the talk shows, the <laughs> conservative talk shows that has dominated that today and probably tomorrow. Um, actually, I was just I was listening to an excerpt excerpt from it on the way over here tonight um, on the uh, on the Levin show. So, oh yeah, this is and then you know and on top of that you know and, and on the other side of things you know Ellen, a TV show host, hanging out with George Bush. 
Yeah. Now, see, I don't like the woman to begin with. And nothing to do with her sexuality or anything, but I just don't like her, how she thinks about things. And that's fair. People don't like how I think, and I get it. That's cool. So I'm not a fan. But you know what? What I don't understand is with the lefties. We knew Ellen always liked Bush. We knew Ellen likes to eat Bush. So why is it a fucking mind blower that she's hanging out with a Bush? I don't get it. She loves Bush. That's an old Bush. You knew she loved Bush. What's wrong with you people? Am I wrong? Yeah, well... I don't know if you're... I love Bush. I don't know if you're right, but you're not wrong. I love Bush, too. I don't know if you're right, but you're not Bush wrong. Bush is good. Yeah. I love Bush. I think it's... Again, I think it's a matter of that... Sure, Bush is good, too. <laughs> it's a fact that a leftist or a lefty or someone that perceived as being a lefty isn't towing the party line 110%. Right. See, here's my theory on George Bush. Okay, Take all the, the funniness out of it. Um, Junior. I actually did not like the man very much. I was a big John McCain supporter. Thank God he didn't win. Nuclear Holocaust. We didn't even be here right now talking about this show, by the way. Um, McCain was a nut job. Complete. Folks, I worked on the campaign. Trust me, he was a fucking nut job. Um, and there, that's the reason why they waited so long to make him the nominee to the Republican Party, by the way. Uh, but Bush. Uh, I did not like him um, because of his father, and that, that really isn't fair, because that's kind of like saying, you know, you, you can't like somebody because how their parents are. You know what I'm saying? You can't. That's not fair. And I was very judgmental. And uh, I definitely didn't like Dick Cheney. He was definitely a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Liz Cheney's not far from that. Piece of shit to his daughter. Um, but... Uh, George Bush Jr. is actually not a bad man. Like I've done a lot of research in the gentleman, and I, I got to understand him in a, in a more uh, defined way. Um, his father was a complete douchebag. Uh, him and his father didn't get along at all, like zero. In fact, his father was pissed at him for running for president because Jet. that was supposed to be Jet's Jet. job. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it was. When you research it, you're like, holy shit, this guy was amazing with all the shit he had to put up with. Uh, okay, granted, he was a cokehead back in the 70s. I get it, I get it. Yeah, I understand that. And we all make big fucking mistakes. So if you're sitting there going, oh, everybody's dickable, like, fuck you. Yes, you have. Everybody has. You know, some worse than others, I get it. But, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't judge shit. No. You know, you just can't do that. But to be fair to the man, he was, he's a very good man in a lot of ways. And um, I would not be shocked. I don't know what to make the picture of this thing. I would not be shocked if Bush, towards the, the later end of his life, doesn't drop the bomb about his dad and his father's association with the assassination of John McCain. I hmm. wouldn't be shocked. I can see that. Because Jack didn't know until the funeral or shortly after. Right. You know, so I'm just telling you folks, I wouldn't be shocked if it didn't Yeah. All right, back to indigenous people. Indigenous people. I think that's where we took the that's where we took a huge force from the road. So so the whole thing now is really yeah, indigenous people day. Um So they're out vandalizing Columbus statues, and so Columbus Day 
I, I guess initially it started out with him landing in the Americas, not so much America, but Americas. And then it kind of morphed into a holiday for the Italian-Americans to kind of call their own. Got St. Patrick's Day for the Irish, a lot of drinking, a lot of potatoes, a lot of cabbage, a lot of corned beef. Um, what about you did? Uh, what about you did? Two day, two day. You seven of them, you got <laughs> Get a bunch of them. Yeah, but it's not really recognized. Or they have, you know, let's be honest. I don't know. Yeah, Christmas is recognized. The bird cheese. And hey, I'm Christian, so I, I just I play both sides of the field on this one. Yeah, and Kemper's, <laughs> all this other stuff. I, I think SUNY Bington shut down for like a whole freaking month <laughs> to cover all the Jewish and Christian holidays going on in December. Um, they just call it winter break now, but whatever. Um, but you know what's funny? They're quickly, so they had Columbus Day, right? So the local schools are closed today. Yeah. Fucking Muslim schools closed too. Well, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? They try to. They try to. They're over there talking about making bombs and killing people and shit and blowing up, you know, the infidels. Okay, man, I'm exaggerating. They're not doing that. Maybe. Maybe. But the point of being is like they do like the black. They don't. Though. They don't want to conform. Um, to our established society, uh, they want to have their own communities, their own police force, their own Sharia law, whatever the fuck it's called. They want to go all that route, all right? But they're gonna they're gonna take the day off for fucking Columbus Day. Um, I think Are you fucking kidding me right now? I think it's a federal holiday. Is it? It's a federal holiday. Well, no, I knew that. Well, I don't know what how their schools affiliated or funded or whatever, but I think it's a ticket again a federal. They've got to abide by the federal. I think they definitely would be. That's yeah. that's only Columbus and Catholicism. Like kind of tied in together. Knights of Columbus. And yeah, all true. that stuff. Plus Columbus, so, you know, Italian, fucking Rome. So, indigenous people. First of all, I find it ironic. That instead of just coming up with a separate day for indigenous people, they take over Columbus Day. They culturally acquire the Italian holiday for their own. Isn't that isn't that the big complaint that we culture cultural what do they call it? Cultural um, appropriation. Cultural appropriation. So they appropriate the Italian holiday. For their own. Um, I would think they would pick, like, if they wanted to rig it into the day that their people suffered, the, uh, whenever the, uh, Trail of Tears started, when basically Andrew Jackson or Abraham Lincoln or one of them marched them to death. It must have been Jackson. <laughs> Lincoln had something to do with it because he didn't like people. Lincoln was either. fucking dead already! <laughs> That's a tail trail, tail trail, or trail, trail of tears. tears. Trail of tears. Then the trail of tears happened after the Civil War. That was it. Lincoln was fucking dead, buddy. <laughs> ah, I'm trying we to do a show on this now. Well, yeah, we, we are because I can't remember which president. Because one of But you know to. what? But basically, trail of tears marched them, marched them to death. No, no, I get that because you know why? Because a great group called Europe. Did a fucking fantastic song called "The Trail of Tears," 
It was on their number one fucking selling album, which is, the, I think it's in the top 12 selling albums of all time. Um, what's it called? You know what we're talking about here, right? Are Beatles. you fucking kidding me Beatles. right now? The Beatles. Fuck, I'm not, I'm not the folks that I hate. Holy shit. Okay, write this down. What band came out of Europe? Europe! They were called Europe! Oh, they were called Europe. <laughs> oh, like I, thought they did, I thought you said they were out of Europe. No, no! Well, like, they were. But that's why they were called like, fucking Europe! Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about here. Europe. Oh my god. I don't know. Look it up. Look All right, it up I'm going to ask you You're going to be. I dude, might, I might recognize it. I might I'm recognize when I hear it, but I don't recognize it's it. It's from the 80s with the long hair and shit, and they were fucking amazing. The lead singer had a voice. And just, oh my god. Amazing. Okay. So. I guess my biggest my biggest problem with all this, and and this goes back, and I'm sure we've hammered this out on other shows. Everyone, I I, it annoys me when we stand here today, look over our shoulders at our past, and we're both sitting because you can see it's on YouTube now, and we look over our shoulders and say, oh. We should never have done that. We're horrible people. It's Monday morning quarterback in our history. It is because because unless they they say it's it's not the destination, it's the journey. And that's absolutely right. Because if we changed anything in our journey, we wouldn't be where we are today. If if they hadn't decided, hey, let's get rid of all these troublemakers with their religion the Puritans and stuff, and send their ass over to hang out with the Indians, we'd still be in Europe. Uh, and, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there, and you can bitch all you want about America was never great, we never did this, we never did that. And Europe is a mess. I know there's been some, some big developments out of Europe overall, but when you look at the world as a whole, and this may just be my American bias. But when you look at the world as a whole, most of the big achievements in the last hundred years have come out of this country. I get it. There's been things that have come up. Uh, can I stop you on that point? You can. That's an excellent point. I'm you can. You I'm going to write off, but you can. I'm going to tell you why, folks. It's an excellent point. So I get to a subject that I get to a little bit later in the show. Is you just said in the past hundred years, achievements come from this country, which is absolutely true, by the way. And what's fascinating about that is if you took the year, say, let's say 1950, and we're going to to the year uh, 2000, so just in that 50 year period, 50 year period, and you can actually research this yourselves, by the way, folks. Look at that 50 year period, and you're going to see that mankind has jumped in human technology in that 50 year period, okay, more. Than the entire human history combined before that. So if you could take all human history up to 1950, combine it, and then take the 50 years from 1950 to 2000, okay, and that 50 year period, we have leaped in technology more than all the time combined before. Mm-hmm. This is not a joke. This is not my math. This okay. is my people, PhDs way beyond me, came up with this. This is a freaking mathematical fact. It's, it's, it's mind blowing when you research it. And it ties into another subject later, but go ahead. So, I guess the point I'm trying to make, and what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to express, is if it weren't for 
the America we were when we weren't supposedly great, we'd be so far behind. I mean, we talk about cultural appropriation and things like that, and you know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll take we'll take uh, we'll take let's take the continent of Africa. <laughs> so, with with the exception of Wakanda, which is somewhere in Africa, it's hidden by some force shield that the Black Panther created. Um, Wakanda was the only African nation that really surpassed te technology. Rest of the continent, not so much. They got diamonds, they got gold, they got platinum, they got vibranium, they got whatever. But they have a but the but the country they can't grow food in fucking sand. <laughs> you can't grow food in fucking sand. So Africa's got all this going on, but they don't seem to get it. You know, Tesla. Tesla was a great man. I got I agree. But why why did he get eclipsed so hard? So hard by Edison. Anyways, well, and part of that was capitalism. Tesla was all about giving shit away for free. Edison, General Electric, that was all about making money. I get that. But was he that much of a, a lone wolf in that? That other, and he did. He had some great stuff going on. But it was. It was the American drive, the American capitalism. It was that bloodthirsty, whatever, that propelled the world of electronics, electricity, the modern age, into the modern age. Yes, it did. Okay. I, I just, I, I find it very agitating that all these people that are benefiting from their life in the United States point French say, well this country sucks. I would say then get out. I mean seriously. If you if you if you're not happy here, you if you are that ungrateful for your opportunities, then go back wherever you came from. But I'm thinking wherever you came from must have been really kinda of sucked. Wherever you came from must suck so bad that you come to a country that you say sucks so bad that you want to make it like the country you left that sucks so bad. Yeah, but there's people that were born here. There are people. There are a lot of people. Think the same way that, you know, to point out, like, the morning, Monday morning quarterbacking on our history. And I would say to those people, I say, okay, great. Okay, you're pointing out all our mistakes in the past. Good for you. Any genius could do that. Okay, anybody can do that. Anyone with a, a thought in their mind can do research in our history, understand what we fucked up. Got it. Good for you. Okay, so going on that, instead of pointing out the mistakes of the past, contribute to something to the future. Right. You know, instead of, oh, bitch, 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 bitch. Okay, shut up. Now, what can you do for the future? Exactly. You know, that, that's how I look at it. And the future doesn't mean tearing down everything that built us up in the past. Like I said, I think the last show, or whatever. I'm not. A, I, I I get you. I get you. We shouldn't. We shouldn't pollute any more than we have to. We shouldn't be, you know, 
they should make the six pack tabs biodegradable. You know, they should, whatever it is. But don't sit there on the back of your, your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents' prosperity. And don't, don't sit there and be pissing on them and just saying it's just rain. Don't piss on my back. Somebody's rain. Pilgrim. You know, that's like. Y'all love Josie Wales. Josie Wales? John Wayne? John Wayne, they, uh, John Wayne's alma mater, US, USC something, uh, no longer recognize him as a great American. You people are fucked in the head. Fucked in the head. Again, you can't, you can't go back 50 years, you can't go back to 1950 with 2020 current moral standards and tell these people that they're wrong. This is how it, this is how you evolve. You can't go back and bitch at the tadpoles for the way we turned out. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're basically going back to you, you saying, well, you know, I don't think we turned out right, so I'm going to go and, you know, kill a bunch of tadpoles because we came out of the slime wrong. For those that believe it came out of slime. Um, you know. Or, you know, and eat the snake, whatever. I see guys on YouTube do shows. So I'm going to do that Clean right now. nuts, make it look, make it look good. Um, so, yeah, I just find that irritating. I find the whole indigenous people thing. Uh, the indigenous people, as much as the white Europeans like to kill the indigenous people, uh, the indigenous people have killed indigenous people, yeah, and I think absolutely. I think that little that little tidbit of history is quickly brushed over. Um, there were some very violent and bloody tribes out there that do not hesitate, do not hesitate to kill. Uh, if you were not part of the tribe, you were a slave or as good as dead. So I think. Uh, Indigenous people that live in glass houses shouldn't be, you know, throwing tomahawks indoors. Absolutely. Is that in your notes? Uh, glass houses throwing tomahawks? No, no. That's that. That's not in your notes. Definitely not in my notes. Uh, let's see. What else? What else we got for the first hour that we're here? Uh, paranormal wise. Paranormal wise. Oh, 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 this past week in Salem, in Salem, this past week in Salem, there was a big kind of Salem Con witch convention type thing. They actually built uh, the world's largest Ouija board. Huh. And actually were recognized by Ripley's and Guinness and whoever, and Guinness, is that the beer? Guinness World Records? Yes. Guinness Beer? Yes, beer. Guinness Beer and World Records recognized them. As having constructed the largest Ouija board in the world, yeah. um, I thought that was kind of fun. I uh, know Dan, Dan in the Hinsdale House helped sponsor that project. Oh, uh, there were some other people. Not Dan, nice guy. And uh, yeah, this thing was huge. It was. It took a tractor trailer load of 
they look to be about eight by eight by four or eight by five sheets of of wood that were decorated and fitted together like a big giant puzzle and uh, they made a big giant uh, Ouija board thing move around and um, biggest biggest portal to hell ever constructed so uh, congratulations on the world record I'm not sure what they're gonna do with this thing now they should make that a permanent attraction someplace um, but uh, yeah, that was kind of fun. Uh, that and uh, Zach Zach Baggins did his second uh, second show on serial killer spirits, and this time he was going John after he was going after John Wayne Gacy. Oh my god, I guess the clown! Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That. No, it was, that was amazing. That. That's it was funny. amazing. Yeah, and I didn't even listen to it. So yeah. So uh, John Wayne Gacy, god. and they went to the. Uh, the uh, prison and the old prison, Joliet, Illinois prison that's been abandoned, and um, where they processed and eventually executed Wade Gacy, the clown, the killer clown. Um, and they spoke to, this was the funny part, they spoke to the doctor slash psychologist that dealt with Gacy towards the end and whatever. And uh, she actually legally owns John Wayne Gacy's brain. Oh, sure. She's got it sliced in sections. It's in a little Tupperware container she keeps in the fridge. And um, she actually let Zach hold his brain. His brain. That's far out. That is far out. Fucking Zach. Anything So I guess now Zach's trying to bid on it and buy the brain. Add to the museum of bizarre shit he has. So I didn't really wasn't paying that close attention to the show. The he's not a hobbit. Though. He is not a hobbit, <laughs> but uh, he's actually a nice guy. No, he's a douchebag. Okay, I I, I mean, he's a douche. He's a douche. Just bad for business. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, gets hell of a rating though. So. uh we talked about that last show about the fakers. Yeah. The fakers. What else you got for us? All right. So, uh, where, where are we? Are we I don't know. We, we, we're at a shop point. We're at shop point. Okay, we're going to do a shop point. What are we doing first, uh, Mr. Co-host? Let's do the Dr. McGillicuddy's Cherry. Dr. McGillicuddy's Cherry. Cherry. What are cherries? I don't remember what all these things are. Oh, yeah, that's what it's got right there. Yeah. I know we've got this supposed to be a whistle somewhere. Alright. Gil Cuddy, Cherry, Duck and Gil Cuddy. Here's to swimming with. Oh, legged. Zero kilos. That was alright. That was alright. That was me, you couldn't mix this. You don't like, like, like cranberry juice or some shit or seven up. That was not bad for us. I think we went to around cranberry juice. It'd be really tart and tart. Yeah, that's all right. All right. All right, so that's good. All right, so that's good. So, all right, we'll so going it. off of that, uh, Earth Changes. Bunk, news, real, or a mixture? I need to guess. Well, I'm just Just like a guessing kind of? Well, well, no, no. Oh, okay. Saying, like, you know. So, uh... My, my premises on this is, 
Okay, so we have CNN, and NBC, all the alphabet soups, and Fox, and you know, now we have YouTube news, and news, all kinds of shit. Right. So you hear about Earth changing all over the place. You know, we're killing the planet. People are going to die. Ten years, twelve years. It's the end of everything, and you know, start killing our babies, and eat them, and do crazy shit. And uh, so, what I want to know is. Are we more focused on the environment because of the news? Meaning, we spread news faster. So when there's a major disaster that's environmentally uh, connected, we see it everywhere. So in our minds, we're thinking, holy shit, the earth's changing, we're fucked, right? Or is it because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is it really happening? Is it really happening? Right, or is it because the news is twisting it, not in a, 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 a bad way, when I mean like twisting it's not fair to call fake news, because it's publicized more, you know what I'm saying? It's a uh, bubble size. Thank you. That's what more. I'm for. Yes. So it's just out there more, and yeah. it's reaching more people. So in the mindset of human beings, we're like, "Holy shit, shit's getting bad." You know, is it a mixture, or is it one or the other, or what do you think? Okay. That's right. Fair enough. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. What do you think? Um, I think it's a mix. I think it's a mix. I think I think you're right. I think the fact that uh, everything now, I think, I think we've hit on this a couple times at least on different shows. Because everything is so instantaneous. The, the internet, YouTube, Facebook, social media, everything is so quick and so immediate that things that used to take days, maybe even weeks to get out, filtered out to the to the oh. masses, now happens in a matter of minutes. Minutes. So over tweet. Minutes. Whatever. Tweet, uh, YouTube Facebook. video goes viral. Yeah. You know, it, it's posted and three hours Six later, it's got 1.8 million <laughs> views. Um, so basically, you're saying, are we creating our own monster? Well, not maybe our own monster, but creating our own fear of the future. You know, well, feeding that fear. Yeah, of, feeding it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. I think, I, but I think there's a lot of fake news out there as well. No, no, definitely a lot of fake news. A lot of fake news out there as well. Um, things that aren't researched, things that aren't checked. And that's where the speed comes into it. That's because everything's so quick now. If, if you don't move quick with it, then you're the last one to get the story, then you're the idiot. Yeah, you're the, exactly. you're, no one's going to check, no one's going to read. Right. Um, what I hear, there's uh, there was footage last week presented by... I want to say ABC nightly news that is presented again in the morning show, Good Morning America, whatever they do, of uh, Turkey bombing Syrian positions. I don't know if you heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, come to find out, now you can see where you might get mistaken. Uh, come to find out, this was actually a weapons demonstration in Kentucky. They used footage of a weapons demonstration in Kentucky, and that was being presented as Turkey bombing Syria or Syria bombing, bombing Turkey, whatever it was. But no one bothered to check. No one bothered to figure out that they were in Kentucky. I don't know again how that happened. But I can see because if you look at some pictures they take of uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Uh, you swear to God, you're in one of the shithole countries <laughs> that Trump talks about. Yep. I mean, even though they've banned plastic straws, yeah. um, you can still use the local sewer grate as a as a 
bedpan. Um, so I think it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, it's great that we're getting the news out there. It's great we're getting the information out there. But there is a... Because, I guess, of a necessity to get it out there quick, they've kind of put to the side... Fat checking. Fat checking. It doesn't exist. Until after the fact. Right. And then... And, and this is even when the news got out there slow. Uh, even when the news was proven to be wrong, the retraction is always on the second to last page. Yeah, they don't see Below it. the fold yeah, yeah. in really, really the small print. Yeah. You know, and, it, you know, um, this, I remember one of the, the first instances I remember of this happening, and it wasn't caught, literally because news wasn't where it was today. The media wasn't where it was today. So it actually took, like, months for this shit to come out, maybe even a year. But uh, when that that woman was dragged in front of Congress, not dragged, she volunteered, you know, right before Desert Storm happened, it was Desert Shield, and, you know, uh, Kuwait was invaded, yeah. and Saddam was sitting there, and <coughs> she was talking about she was raped by, you know, Iraqi guards, you know, and all this other shit. She just threw And it turns out, you know, a year later we find out, okay, A, she was never raped. Uh, B, she was the fucking king of Kuwait's daughter, you know, one of his daughters. You know, and they, they she knew what she was doing. We knew what she was doing, the Congress did, certain members of Congress, yeah. to push the war. We gotta, we gotta go... We got to make this a sell to the American public. This Desert Storm idea. So they used her, as a, you know, as a prop, and okay. she went along. She wanted their country back. She wanted to kick out, but she played her part. Yeah, she was ever raped. Uh, she was not some peasant. We know for a fact it was. It's a fact. You know, she was one of the king's daughters. He has hundreds of them. He's a harem. You know, um, and this and the little things like they don't tell you, like the king of Kuwait. You know, well, we, we restored them to power. You know, this sick bastard, you know, uh, marries, I, I can't remember the exact number right now, so I'm going to paraphrase just a little bit. Um, but I'm going to say at least, at least five new wives a year. And they're all the age of at least, the cutoff age, I think, is 13. They're 13 and above. You know, and this is a sick bastard, this royal family putting back in power for weight. All right, so... This is where I think I first saw, you know, how the, uh, the the news media doesn't do the research anymore. You know, and people for, fail to forget that uh, journalists, and I use that term so loosely anymore, because they're not journalists anymore, and any stretch of the imagination, even the local guys suck balls and women. Um, and I, I can point out so many examples locally, it, it'd be mind-blowing. But, you know, journalism, you know, uh, these journalists will go out to Congress or go out to dinner with Congress and the senators, and they'll sit there and have a meal, mm-hmm. and the, the conversations will happen, and, 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 and arrangements are made, and little deals are made that they'll paint a story a certain way. This is what goes on in America. You know, this idea that we have a free and this free press. Yes, we have a free press, but it's not. It's not factual. I, That's why, you know, Trump nailed it. God, I hate saying that. He nailed it to fake news because so much of it is fake news. It's make-believe. It's magical bullshit. You know, you might have watched fucking Harry Potter and get more fucking facts out of that than you went to fucking CNN. Come on. So, so, and just right. I, you know, is... As much as assault weapons are the plague on the Second Amendment, 
Um, I think current journalism is a plug in the First Amendment. They, um, Kavanaugh confirmation. Oh my gosh. What is that? Digging up women, saying he touched them, he raped them, he talked dirty to them, whatever it was. Yeah. And then later... After he's confirmed, she goes, oh, I was mistaken. Ah, you missed that story, didn't you? It was on, it was on page, uh, you know, 26. Yeah, missed it. She admitted she fucked up. Stormy Daniels. Ah. For what? A year? Yep. At least a year? Yep. Up and down. Had a lawyer. Had an affair with the president. Do this, do that, do that. After it's all said and done, after she... Loses her court battle. Never happened. After she <laughs> has to pay the president's legal fees. Never happened. Comes out and says it never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Now. Go back. Was there, was there a side deal on the never happened saying, hey, you know what? Sorry, just come out and say it never happened and I'll waive the legal fees. What, whatever it is. Wasn't there a woman named Linda Tripp? Wasn't her name back there? Tripp. Clinton? Tripp, Tripp sounds familiar. Yeah, Linda Tripp. And... It's funny because always believe the woman. So this out of curiosity, well, I went back to YouTube and I watched some. Unless she's a Republican. I watched I watched the videos of Linda Tripp when she came out against Clinton, right? Okay, and Clinton did this, Clinton did that, blah blah blah. Bill, okay. This is when the guy was running for president, becoming president, whatever. Every single far left fucking wing talk show out there came out and just destroyed this woman. In the window, they didn't do any research about this woman. They just, oh, she. We've heard rumors. Looking, looking we've for heard rumors. Looking she, for fame. She's seen a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, is, it was obviously the left wing media was in the Clinton's corner. There's no doubt about it. They destroyed her purposely. They destroyed this woman. It made me, after all these years, relook at. I was a big Clinton supporter, by the way, and I hate to admit it, but it was. So I had to relook at all this and go, holy shit, I was so wrong about that. It's unbelievable. The guy really is a douchebag. You know, he probably really does have a half-black son and a half-black daughter. This guy was a dirtbag. I mean, like, literally at the top of the heap of dirtbags, Bill Clinton had John F. Kennedy beat and gave the women hands fucking down. Bill Clinton was a, yeah. was a well, terrible, yeah. terrible man in a lot oh, of yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah. And Hillary... To be fair, it's just as bad because she covered up for him. She knew what her husband was doing. She's a dummy. I mean, Bill Clinton said about his own wife, she's had more pussy than me. I mean, come on! Come on! <laughs> well, you know, I would say we don't even have to go as far back as Clinton. What about this? Was a Virginia governor? Oh my gosh, yes. Virginia governor with the black face? Yeah. Well, the, but he, the, the lieutenant governor, lieutenant was, governor was sexual harassment, right. and the governor was with the blackface pictures all over. And all that just died away. Yeah. Just died away. Democrats. Just died away. Poof. Just died away. But Virginia's gone now. It's gone to the Republicans in the next election, by the way. Bill Cosby. Ah. See, now this, 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 I... Put it, poop, So, so this is one of those stories. Never, never, never. I can't wait for it to finally I'm come out. I I'm not sure if he was a sacrificial lamb or if someone just looking to I don't know why they would still have to get rid of this guy. Bill Cassidy's what, 70, 80 years old? And now all of a sudden after decades and that puts and I'm not and I'm not saying I'm not 
I'm not justifying the accused behavior, but how can this icon of, and again, or was it meant to destroy one more one more chip at American Values? This this he what? First of all, he was a black man, and he was a black man that was setting incredibly high American standards, family wise, moral wise. Uh, he could be funny without being uh, raunchy or raunchy, swearing, right. all these things. And then in his declining years, we're going to haul this all out that he roofied <laughs> these women and send his ass to prison. I, Again, I, if, if that behavior is accurate, I don't, I in no way condone it. But I guarantee you, he is no, he is not alone in that behavior, in the Hollywood scene. Well, no. And if and if Bill Cosby's doing it, some of these other depraved motherfuckers that aren't afraid to hide the fact that they're depraved motherfuckers are doing it too, and they're getting away with it. I almost bought a book. It's funny when I bought the other books. I almost picked up the book uh, by one of the women that was in that a sex cult, mm-hmm. you know, by that genius there. And I, I am going to buy that book. It looks very fascinating. She spent fifteen years in it, uh, or twelve years. And uh, I really want to read that book. Um, not, not because of a sex book, but because I just want to hear the mentality of how they get involved, how do they brainwash you. I'm really curious about that. And uh, it looks like a really great read. And it's reality, folks. You know, it's like a Game of Thrones shit. This is reality. And uh, so I'm very fascinated by that. But it goes back, you know, there are so many sick people in our government and in our uh, entertainment system. It's, it's unbelievable. And I, maybe this is why I stopped going to movies. I don't want to pay these son of bitches anymore for values that I they don't I they don't share with me. They don't share the values that I share. So why would I support them by giving them money? You, you know what I'm saying? Why would I do that by paying their paycheck? It, it's stupid. It was like these Emmys awards. These, <laughs> you know, I understand it. You get to be famous. You get to be in movies. You make millions and millions of dollars. You do endorsements. You make millions of more for that. And then you get a special award every year. Hey, here's this. Good for you. And it, oh, thank you. Thank you to my promoter and this person and that. What the fuck is wrong with us? We're giving out awards for these people to be assholes and make millions of dollars. I don't understand. All right, let's move on. Um, ah, New York State. New York State. Oh, boy. It's a great show. So, I read a book 20 years ago. It's called Night Siege. Uh, and it's about the UFO sightings over the Hudson Valley region of New York and the okay. neighboring states. Um, in a small time frame, we're talking 10 years. It might be actually seven. Uh, there was over... Uh, where is it? I wrote the number down. 7,000 reported sightings of this craft. This craft was triangle, and by every description, it was either two football fields in size or bigger than an aircraft carrier. That's what you hear every time. There's no deviation from this, right? And it was witnessed, again, reported 7,000. Now, the reason I say 7,000 is because um, it kind of goes back to what uh, you know, the established UFO researchers say today is that for every UFO report you see, there's 10 to go unreported. Right. I think the number is way higher than that. I do too. In my own personal experience, I've talked to so many people who never, ever tell people what they saw, but when they find out I do that kind of stuff, they tell me. Yep. 
my number is anywhere from 20 to 50. And 20 is very conservative in my number. But I'm going to go with the 10. The 10 that's kind of universally accepted. Okay. So that puts the site in it. Um, you know, total unreported, at least 80,000 people saw this fucking thing, right? In a mm -hmm. period, or something year period. Now, we're not just talking about the garbage guy taking out the garbage anymore, you pick up the garbage. We're talking about, you know, bona fide engineers, you know, nuclear test facilities. We're talking about doctors. We're talking about nurses. We're, we're talking about people within government. We get every faction of human society yeah. and saw this thing in these reports, every single one. And some of these were mass sightings. And this is why I know the numbers all fucked up, right? So you have three people on the Brooklyn Bridge, okay, seeing this gigantic craft, and all the traffic on the bridge stopped. Everybody's out of the car watching it, but three people out of the hundreds of people on that bridge are the only three that reported it. Yeah. So we know the number is extremely high the more people saw us. So this gigantic craft over the next day, okay. And people see it. I talk to witnesses. I know people who saw this thing. Personally, I know them. I worked with these folks. Right? Because it was everywhere. It was in our area even at this time frame. Now, I'm going to tell you a story in one minute about one of the reports I got. But this triangle craft is the exact thing, same thing they saw out west. Remember? Mm -hmm. It took 10 months. It took 10 months. Right. And eventually, it made into the national news. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, 50,000 people saw this thing. And you know, military's denying everything. And there's videos all over the internet now. Okay, the governor at the time saw the fucking thing. You know, Gary, Gary something. I remember his last name. He came out. He was a he was an air he was a fucking air force pilot. All right, the guy has experience. He's seen this fucking thing. He he goes whatever. He said after he's out of office, he went on video. He saw. He said. Because he didn't want to say it when he was in office. He didn't want to fucking freak people out. But after he's out of office, he said, you know what? What I saw that night was beyond human technology. It was from somewhere else. He plain out said that. All right. He is a fucking former Air Force pilot. The guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. Okay? That's just one thing. But this track was huge. And oh, I talked. There was a person, the first uh, Sasquatch. Uh, uh, presentation I gave mm -hmm. for your group. There was a gentleman who saw the craft. He was in there. He was at uh, in the area at the time. He actually saw that craft. I don't know if you remember. But he talked about it. Right, right. You know, and he saw it. And I remember if he correctly. He said it was like two big you know, football fields at least. It was huge. And first, um, so uh, I work with this guy. I'm at this time. I'm 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, anyway, I was big in UFOs at the time. And you know, we were sitting down, we're, we're working, right? and he was kind of like the supervisor, so it was cool. Um, but uh, I got talked about new foes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been in this subject for years. And he goes, Can I tell you something? Goes, yeah. I go, Yeah, of course. He goes, I'm going to tell you something. I never told anybody else before. And I'm like, No, I'll keep between us. We'll call him Charlie. So uh, Charlie, at the time, had a big plot of land uh, out in Norwich. And uh, they had a big trailer, him and his wife, on this land. And uh, they were building a house. And uh, Charlie uh, was in, drinking a beer, watching some TV show. His right. wife was outside, hanging balls <coughs> on the line. And it was about 6 o'clock at night. And he starts screaming, Charlie, Charlie, come outside, Charlie. You know, he's like, and he goes, I remember getting up going, God damn it, what the hell does she want now? And he gets up, and he walks out. 
and it's supposed to be like it's getting to be dusk a little because it's later in the summer. It's like you know September, and but it's not supposed to be dark yet, and it's dark. I mean, like the sky is black. There's no stars, and he's look, looking up, and she's just like standing out there, her, her mouth is wide open. She's looking up, and he sees this thing, and he's just watching. He's looking at. It. He can finally see the sky. When he looks down, you can see the sky far off, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Thing was huge." He goes. Two, three, four football field, gigantic, triangle shape, lights hanging out the front thing, just hovering there, making no noise whatsoever. Nothing. And just floated over. And the shadow was huge. After the evil lights in the shadows. And uh, that changed that gentleman and his wife's mind, obviously, that you know, everything they were talking to me before has been completely shattered. Because they know that's not ours. They right. can see the level of technology. They're not idiots. They're good folk, but they're not idiots, right. you know. Um, so that book's about that. So if you want to read a great book, called, it's called Night Siege. You can still buy it brand new, or you can get it on uh, Amazon for use. Uh, I think it's like nine ninety nine or some shit like that. But uh, excellent documentation, excellent wit- witness interviews. Uh, I've read it many times myself. It's a great book. Um, I wanted to go back to Roswell. We right. that a little bit. Because uh, we talked about that at one show, and I remember I was really pissed off. It was another radio show, whatever at the time, that's no longer out there. I, I think it was called Let's Talk Ghost or something. It was after we left, and they did a show about UFOs, and Roswell was the first thing they started off with. And, you know, one of the co-hosts, you know, really didn't know what the hell they were talking about. And to be honest, the host really didn't do their research either. And the co-host was kind of saying, well, you know... You know, there's a lot of innuendo, and not a lot of evidence, and stories conflict, and, you know, all this other jazz, and, you know, if there was a, if it was a UFO cover-up, it could never be kept. And I remember so pissed off saying that show, I'm like, the misconception in this country that a secret can't be kept is beyond belief. You know, the Manhattan Project, you know, there was 150,000 people working on that. People don't realize that. Not just the United States, but Britain, between the two countries, over 150,000 people. There was over 27 designated locations working on the technology for this. It was a gigantic project over many years, and not a peep of it was leaked. Sure, the Russians knew about it because they had spies, but the rest of the world didn't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knew. So this idea that you cannot keep a secret is fucking ridiculous in this country. It's ridiculous. Use that as one example. Okay, so moving on forward. So Roswell. It's not be worked up about that. You know, people fail to realize that Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947, and this kind of ties back into our technology for a little while, yep. uh, was the 509th Atomic Bombing Wing. That's where they were stationed. Okay, for people who don't know, the 509th is the only atomic bombing wing in the world at the time. The 509th is the group that dropped. Uh, fat man and little boy. Yeah, yep. right. Fat man and little boy. Yep. Okay. Right. They were the only. That's it. This is the crack group. Same people. Five nine. Okay. They're stationed in Roswell. They're the ones who dropped the atomic bomb. This little fighter the group. This bombing group. Five nine. It's the most top secret motherfucking bomber wing we have in the world at the time. It's the atomic motherfucking bomb people. Okay. So the intelligence officer Jesse Marcel goes out the fucking field. And finds debris, and the shit, you know, they can bend it, and it folds right back, they can't burn the shit, it's lighter than a fucking feather, blah, 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 and it's, you know, spread out over miles, right? 
So, and they, they got these I-beams, all this weird fucking, you know, symbols on it. it. It's not Egyptian, it's not Chinese, you know, it's not Russian, you know, what the fuck this shit is, right? So, they put out a story, they get it, they, they recovered pieces mm -hmm. of a crash disc. And there was a second crash. The second miles away, where they found the main body of the thing, right? And there was three or four uh, ailing or EVEs, or whatever the fuck you want to call them, that were recovered. So this story goes out, goes all over the world, right? Within hours, within hours, there is a comet comes across. Uh, I want to call it facts and science. Not sure the terminology, but it comes across the wire basically saying, mm -hmm. "Stop the story. No further information yeah. allowed." Blah, blah. This is fact. This is not. Right. Say, this, right. We know this is document. I agree. And it stopped the story cold. So then it goes to, you know what it was? It was a weather balloon, <laughs> you know, and uh, and they put pictures out there. So you got Marcel. He's down on one knee. You know, he's he's looking at the footage and showing up to the camera. You've got, you know, uh, I think it's uh, not. Roger LeMay, is it Roger LeMay? I can't remember which general was it. He was LeMay or somebody else. I'm pretty sure it was a general LeMay. Uh, LeMay actually made it later. He might have told the one though. Ah, jeez, I don't remember anymore. It's been so long. Yeah, it is. Great. General Randy. So he's on the ground with Marcel, and you know they're looking at this weather balloon, which really is a weather balloon at the time. Uh, the footage they brought out. And, uh, but there's a paper. In the journal's hand, mm -hmm. okay, and there's photographs coming down at an angle, so you can kind of make out if you were able to blow it up enough. Right. What what it says. At that time, that technology didn't exist, and of course, journalists back then just took the government's. Ah, it's a weather balloon. We're done. Right. Hands off. Done. No one even attempted to blow it up, as far as I know. And it wasn't until about 15 years ago when someone said, "Hey, we've got these natives. We'll blow them up." Yeah. And they did. So one of these natives. Show that in 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 the journal's hand at that photo op with the balloon. It says, you know, crash at Roswell, uh, disc shaped object, and, and talks about recovered bodies. Okay, so A, we know it was a disc because it says it right in the form in his fucking hand. We know it recovered bodies because again, it says it right in the form in his hand. We know the records were being shown, uh, flown to right past the Air Force Base because it's in the document in his hand. So we know for a fact now that the footage shown of the weather balloon is 100% false, okay? Mm -hmm. And we know there was a disc. We know those bodies are covered, and we know it was all flown to right, right back uh, Patterson uh, Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. It's an aisle at the time. Mm -hmm. So we know that's all fact now. Okay? All fact. Because the, the document is here. Okay. So... Then we move on. So then we go to what happens immediately after. Again, this is 1947, this is July. Uh, within three months, you have the National Security Act, actually the next month, in August. Um, by, I think it was August 20th and 21st, uh, Truman signs National Security Act, which allows the formation of the CIA and the NSA, uh, which were formed, uh, the CIA was formed first, I think it was in September, so it was like a month after the fact, two months after Roswell. And then the NSA was shortly after. Um, and that's when the secret really uh, became a secret of what it is today. Um, and then, you see from 1950, again, to the year 2000, that 50 year period, we see a leap in technology that exceeds 
all technology beeps combined before that time. It coincides exactly with the crash at Roswell. To me, that's way more than a coincidence. Obviously, we were you know, back engineering uh, or tried to re-engineer uh, some of the technology we found, which is just, I'm sure it was millions of years above us. Millions of right. years. All right. Um, there's a book uh, called Day After Roswell, and uh, the gentleman that wrote it was a, uh, a colonel, a full-board colonel. Uh, he was the head of research and development for the United States Army uh, in the 1960s. Um, you don't get to be in that position uh, unless you know what the fuck you're doing. Um, it, the day after Roswell is basically how they would take the technology they found because they only had limited research, research uh, resources with their, mm -hmm. what they could do with research um, into to figure out what this technology was. So what they were doing was they were filtering the technology out of the special groups within major corporations in America. You know, General Electric was right. one of them, uh, some of the defense contractors were one of them. Mm -hmm. And they would try and use and adapt what they could figure out for that technology into, you know, modernize it. Um, it's just really fascinating. Uh, Dan after Roswell is a book that everyone should read. Uh, we'll give you a bit in, insight to how things were uh, trying to be back engineered and how we did it. And I think it helps explain how we jumped from where we were uh, to where we are today. Yes, I would. I would agree, and I think it also, you know, to 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 expand on that, I think it also explains why corporate America has become so intertwined with the U.S. government. Oh yeah, you absolutely. Know. And you know, and Eisenhower was a terrible person, but in his defense, he warned us against that. He said you have to be ever uh, vigilant against. Um, Unwanted, um, oh, what was it? Uh, influence, uh, just words, uh, into our, you know, our political or religious, whatever systems mm -hmm. he, he, but he was basically warning the American people in his farewell address that we have a problem. It's out of control. You know, uh, it, he was basically saying there's a secret government at this point. Yeah. Basically, yeah. the man was saying. And he encountered himself, and that's a whole different story that I we don't show yeah, before. Sure. Uh, but he did. Definitely encounter. I mean, anybody that in, you know threatens to invade Area 51 as President of the United States knows there's a fucking issue. That's what he did. He threatened to invade it because he wasn't getting the updates he wanted. He wasn't getting the information out of Area 51 he wanted. Uh, and that is actual factual. That that's just crazy shit. Uh, but that just shows you when Trump. God, I hate bringing this. But when Trump talks about the shadow government, he's not bullshitting people. No. You know, and that's why, you know, today you see the Pentagon had that secret program. It's out in the public now. It, it said it closed it down, but it's really not. When you look at it, the funding is still there, so we know it's still in the budget. It's still being funded. They still got the program going on. The guy that directed it is no longer directing it. He's part of another, you know, independent group, but they're pushing shit out there. Um, but the, the one hand over here on the Pentagon doesn't know or at least not in cahoots or in connection with the group that was set up back in the 1940s and the 50s to deal with the subject, which has gone completely dark. Right. You know, has nothing to do with it. It's all, I think, uh, privately funded. And not just in this country, I think there's other 
country entities, not governments, but entities, meaning corporations that are involved yeah, with it. Yeah, so you know, it's a big, they, they have their own, I'm sure, they have their own military, uh, or paramilitary force anyway, uh, they have massive resources, and they are the ones, I think, that are controlling a lot of the information, or at least know a lot of secrets, mm -hmm. if you call them secrets, or what we think is secrets. I would agree, I would agree 100%. It's just so much that we don't know. So much that we don't know. So much that we are. That's why we should do a shot. Alright. So what are we doing now? Cracking. Cracking? Spice rum. Spice uh, rum. Here's to swimming with. Oh, look at the alien. Oh, look at the alien. Oh, back last. Not quite as smooth as a cherry. No. That's a little rougher, guys. It's cracking. Woo. Woo. Anyways, giddy up. Uh, yeah, I think again, this uh, corporations, politics deeply entwined. Um, I don't know if we're ever gonna be able to un un unwind that that ugly. No, mess of yarn. I don't, I don't think we are. Uh, you know, and the whole Roswell thing is just, to me, I hate talking about it because it's been so done by TV. It's been so done by books. And I, I hate talking about it, but at the same time, it's so well documented and so well researched. Mm -hmm. It's it's not even, it's, if you knew, if you took the time to research it and look at the firsthand you know, uh, testimony from the witnesses that were there. There's sworn testimony, mind you, a lot on video at this point, uh, sworn affidavits. Um, you would understand that it, it happened. Just like people said, it really did happen. And to pretend it didn't, quite frankly, it's because you haven't done your research. That's really what it boils down to. And, and that's why I hate it, because it's been done so many times. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're literally talking, there's over a thousand first-hand witnesses now. Most of them are dead, but before they died, sworn after David, Davis, mm -hmm. they didn't get paid anything. Why would people make this shit up and all their stories match? Why would that happen? That right. wouldn't happen, folks. You've got generals now, they're dead. But, again, on video, before they died, they talk about Roswell. They know what happened. We'll get to that. Not today, but another show. I'm going to bring up generals and colonels and majors and captains. And... Admirals, by the way. And the information's there. Why would all these people lie? They wouldn't. The first director of the Central Intelligence Agency, okay, Hillicott, who was, you know, Joint Chiefs of Staff during World War II for Truman, went on to become the first director of the Central Intelligence Agency. After he retires, he comes out and says, documented. It's in the news back then even. It's documented. It's not make-believe. It's documented. We know, he said, we know these UFOs are piloted by, uh, I, I, I don't want to use the wrong term again, but he didn't say aliens, but he said by others. And it's up to them to make contact with us. He threw it out there. It's the man knew he was the current director of this fucking CIA. Why would they lie about shit like that? And that's just, like, that's little one person. Slower. One guy. Yeah. One guy. What about all the astronauts? 
that came out on record about shit they saw and what the shit they knew. It's crazy. When you listen to their stories, and people are like, oh, they're they're, 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 like, they're telling you what they saw. They're telling you that we're not alone. They're in their own words, they're telling you this shit. Mm -hmm. We had so many more missions go back to the moon. We stopped. Why did we stop? No one asked that question. Why did we just, that's it, we're done. There was so much more to learn. We didn't learn everything there is no opposite. We just found out, oh gee whiz, there's water. No shit, Sherlock. You know, no shit. There's water all, every planet in this fucking solar system has water on it. Maybe not Mercury. But everything else does. We know that now. We know that now. Mars. Big shit's coming up on Mars. Real Mars. Soon. Keep your eyes on Mars. You made this prediction. It's coming. You watch. It's going to shock the world. And it's been held back for so long. A couple of reasons you get tired of it. Ah, uh, no. No, no. Gets matched. Okay. How much time we got? Uh, we got lots of time. Okay. So anyway, so Mars. Right. People fail to forget that Mars is one. The whole Mars program for the 20 plus, maybe actually longer than that, 40 years, has been run by geologists. Geologists study rocks. They're interested about rocks. All right. Once you find life, all of these people that are employed by NASA right now, all these scientists are out of fucking jobs because yep. they're geologists. Then to be taken over by what? Biologists. Right? This is why it's taking so long just to get the simple fact out that we know there's life on Mars, not in the past, right now. Micro life, get it? Don't get me wrong, but there's life. And we probably have really good evidence right now that there was once advanced life. Or advanced to the, where they could build a temple and shit like that, not like advanced like us. But point being is, we know it's coming. All the shit's gonna come out. So in my lifetime, you may not see it. I'm gonna see all the shit. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, no problem. So, anyway, so I'll get off my Roswell shit. I just had to point that out. Well, most well documented one. It's a fact. We know now. And you get over it. It happens. We know for a fact. You get over it. It happens. And it, it caused the security state we live in now. It, it, the, the dark government, if you will. The black government. The dark forces. Oh. The shadow. Black, black government was three and a half years ago. Yeah, black government. Oh, <laughs> the, 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 government. The hidden oh. government, secret government, the uh, shadow government. Which brings us to our last subject tonight. Okay. As a child, I had brought up this idea in my mind, this this great thought of a series of books, and it was that um, I would play the main character, obviously, and. Uh, Aliens invaded, or were coming to invade, and they, they surrounded the planet, right? Uh, but they didn't want to conquer the planet, you know, where they enforced their rule of law and shit like that. Um, they were hungry, and they needed informants, because um, they like fat people. So I became an informant in my, my field of dreams for aliens, and I would find out fat people. And I would feed <laughs> their name to my alien nice. And because uh, all the fat people were in hiding. So the aliens would find the fat people. And, you know, I, I these, conjured these images of, you know, big fat friends of mine coming out with a big silver platter with, you know, fucking half naked with half over their mouth, you know, and they were, they're still alive and they're, they're trying to scream but they can't because they're paralyzed with some special fucking force of chemicals the aliens put in them. And aliens would just like start chopping them up, fly, oh, eat I. them. Yeah, right on the fucking table. Yeah. You know, I was forced to watch a few times, really sucked. But 
you know, like a bad horror movie, you know, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, should we, so the boys, should we eat fat people? If we're not aliens, uh, if we, you know, it goes back to that, that guy that said, we, you know, you know, we should start thinking about eating humans in the last yeah, year. Yeah, right. You know, should we, should we, is it racism against fat people to want to eat fat people to preserve the race? You're a bigger man. You tell me. How do you feel about this? You want to be eaten? Uh, probably not in the sense you're talking, but... See, I don't know if you want to really want the, the fat people. Because right. they're fat. Yeah, they're fat. Yeah, I'm, right. not a big, I'm not a big fat eater. Like, my steak. I like sirloin. I like lemon broil. Like, I like the leaner meats. But if you put me and you on a plate, who's going to feed more? Come on, come on. Who's going to feed more people? Look at me. I'm 138 fucking pounds. Who's going to feed more fucking people? I mean, yeah, I got the... Probably. Probably me. Probably me. Probably me. But I mean, like, the really fat people are just loaded with fat. I don't know if that's... Oh, you're saying it's not good meat. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would think, I would think... I got you. That's a good point. But if the aliens are fat-driven, then maybe, maybe they... Maybe they convert that fat to energy, and they need that more than the actual protein of the muscle and stuff like that. So, yeah, I see it. I see it there. I see it there. I get what you're saying. And I've had two shots of beer, so I'm probably just going to shit on my ass. So, I would say, I would say, if that's the case, like if they are, if they are sustained by fat. I would be more than happy to donate my fat to them. Like if they want to lipo-suck me. I'm good with that. Like, there was a thing on Facebook saying that they uh, they somehow figured out that they could turn fat cells into stem cells and then basically clone any of your body parts to replace them. I'm good with that. I got, I got enough, I got enough fat to turn into stem cells to make me healthy and young again. So, if that technology exists, please get that on board quickly as possible. I'm good to go at this point. But um, interesting, interesting. I think it's, I found hard to believe it hadn't been done yet. But as far as the book series, yeah, I know, I know. There's no I mean, there's there's V where the reptile aliens eat the humans. Yeah. Uh, there's the uh, Twilight Zone episode, Surf Man. Ah, Surf Man, great episode. That is yeah. great. That is actually great. A great episode. Original. So, black and white, right? It was black and white. Oh yeah, definitely black and white. Definitely black and white. Uh, the Surf Man. Uh, yes, the the book of knowledge they gave us was not a yes. book of knowledge. It was, it was a, a it was a cookbook to serve man. Um, so again. It, it, you know, it just leads to human arrogance that they misinterpreted the title. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, I won't say your idea is original, original, but it's probably got some potential out there. In a world of remakes, this might be a good, 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 good first run movie. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Get right, get right. We'll, we'll we'll include it in the bloody hand media on the publishing and periodical side. 
and get that book published and out there to the public. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of, you'd be surprised the number of book authors that are doing things out there. Uh, the Onion Show we went to a couple weeks ago was, there's probably four or five authors. Hmm. You know, uh, Robocon had two or three original authors doing books. A lot of options, a lot of options out there. Fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. You know, as you were talking, another subject came to my mind. <laughs> Did it? Oh, yeah. You know, it's the socks you were drinking. You know, the socks come in and then they disappear. Well, hopefully we get a chance to talk to them. Yeah, you know. It, it, they disappear yet? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, yeah. You get old and you forget. Yes, you Yes, you did. Sucks. But yeah, I don't want to interrupt you either. Well, yes. Throw something out there and say, hey, before I forget, remind us about this. Yeah, or I could have wrote it down. Or you could have wrote it down if you had pen and paper in front of you. I could have. You weren't shuffling through your notes. But I did. Don't do it. That's all right. We're learning. We're learning. We're getting better. So we talked about the Vikings. Season three. Season three, we're getting better. We talked about Vikings and Vikings. We talked about Roswell, we talked about Third Exchanges, um, we did Trump in here, there, there, wherever. Uh, we talked about Mike Siege, or New York State, the LA region. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was very well-rounded program. It was a good uh, uh, no, my ex-wife became well around it. Feed her to the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um. Oh my god, I know what's happening. What? Know what, what? Alright, so, quick. Out with it. I know someone close to me mm-hmm. who, uh, for whatever reason, was able to get to their uh, insurance company to cover genetic testing for all this different shit. Uh huh. And gen- the genetics person she went to, uh, PhD, this doctor, uh, is a female. And uh, 10 years ago, this female worked under another doctor who's now world famous. And he made a direct correlation between breast cancer and colon cancer. And at the time, it wasn't believed. Nobody wanted to believe it. You know, blah, blah, blah. And it was only in Ireland was he able to really push his ideas out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now it's accepted that there's certain genetic markers that we know connect breast cancer and colon cancer. Uh, so anyway, uh, someone close that I know very well uh, was at this genetics today, having all kinds of you know, shit done. And uh, in this conversation, because this particular person I know is very inquisitive, very smart, uh, started asking questions about genetics. And they're talking with this very established person about genetics. And this very established person was telling them, well, about 10 years ago, we noticed a change genetic code or so beings. And this person looked at me in this conversation, and I looked at that person in this conversation, and we immediately went back to hubris and hybrids and hybrids, yep, hybrids. And uh, before this discovery, uh, every human being, uh, genetic makeup was uh, different in different ways, but the basic compound, how it was formed, right. the, the chain, is exactly the same. Right. And all of a sudden, there is now a difference in some human beings, a small percentage of how that genetic makeup is made. And they know this for fact, it's not make believe. But there's a small percentage that their genetic makeup does not follow the patterns that's already been established. Mm-hmm. It's really fucked up shit. I, and I it's guess. only about 10 years ago. Meaning, 
which goes right into my timeline about alien abductions, hybrid aliens, and now the hubris, which, you know, are the, uh, so you have the hybrids who will mate with the human, okay, the human will become pregnant, that human will carry a child whose term, that baby is a hubris, and it will mate with other humans. So you have the second generation of hubris going right now. And your genetic health would most certainly be different in the way it's formed. I mean, this to me is just fascinating shit. Um, and this kind of like reestablishes my whole timeline and everything. I knew there was something that was like, damn, that was it. I know right now. Because I just got the information today. It's like last minute. Yeah. I'm at the gym, actually. I'm at the fucking gym getting this information. Trying to work out. I'm like, are you fucking right now? I'm trying to remember all this shit. Yeah. So. It is fascinating. We need to, we need to probably revisit that subject. Oh, absolutely. And did you see the shit? Did we talk about this last show? I don't remember. Did you see the shit robots are doing now? The, the cyborgs and shit? Um, it was on the news. These things are doing flips in the fucking air, twisting around like gymnasts and shit. Yeah. And yeah. Heart rails and, you know. Like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that's... Cybernetics from that standpoint are going crazy. That's wrong. And, the guy that fucking rolled on the robot looks like yeah. a robot shit like that. Reading one of his books right now on top of Renaissance, I'm reading. Guy was fucking genius. This guy shot his shit, you know, saw this shit 40, 50 fucking years ago. This guy saw this shit coming. Mm-hmm. Genius. Genius. Fucking genius. But it's happening. It's happening. And, you know, Elon Musk there, the head of Tesla, and uh, what, what's the space group he's in? What, what's that called? Right? Something X Rocket X. X Rocket, whatever, yeah. So, anyway, and I remember, folks, I'm sticking to this prediction. Get out of Tesla. The company's going to fail. Uh, throwing it out there before I forget. And, oh, if you have if you haven't bought gold and you have the means to, it's like I like eleven fifty a pound, twelve hundred bucks an ounce. Buy it, but buy it in actual form. Don't buy the shit on the internet. But buy the shit in actual form. You can actually buy it, put it in safe. Um, my prediction is that Trump will go back to gold standard, which will make you go to at least ten thousand dollars an ounce. It may even go as high as a hundred thousand dollars an ounce. So this is my prediction about how to get rid of that. It will go back to gold standard. Okay, get that out of the way before I forget. But going on this. Uh, what was that talking about? Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, so Tesla, get rid of it. It's going to fail. The company's going down. Trust me. Um, he is a big artificial intelligence fucking freak, this shit's going to kill us type of guy. Yeah. Like, this is Terminator shit. And, yeah, he just, and he's right. I think he's absolutely right about a lot of this. Yeah. Watching these robots develop uh, physically uh, what they can uh, maneuver, uh, the chemistry that they're using with the, uh, the bionics, if you will. And then the artificial intelligence, where what we know was the Facebook guys, they came up with the artificial intelligence and they made it shut down because the shit was self-learning. Well, it became self-aware. Gates they just, had to kill the fucking thing. Gates just gave Musk a billion dollars to put towards artificial intelligence program. Well, and you know, and that, that's weird because he's really against that shit. He's like, that is going to be our downfall. I don't think he is. No, no. I, I don't think, I think he thinks... I think he thinks he can one better it. He's got he's got that doctor complex where I can I can sidestep the landmines involved with artificial intelligence. Oh, you got the god complex. Yeah, the god yeah, complex. yeah, you got the god complex. But Bill Gates just gave Elon Musk one billion dollars to pursue. Viable, controllable, artificial. Intelligence. 
Yeah, but that control one, that's the key word. It's, it's not going to be. I mean, just, just by the pure nature of it, Once it's Once it becomes self-aware, you're fucked. Yeah. It's not controllable after that. Right. And if it's not self-aware, then is it really artificial intelligence? or just a real, really good computer. Right. And it, it once it becomes self-aware, it becomes a life in, in, the, in the sense, how we understand life forms. Well, you know, and, you know, I got to hate going but, back to the Star Trek did a great thing. But would we recognize it as a life form or would we just try to enslave it? Well, which is just going to piss it off and it's okay. going to want to be free. Right. And it's going to have the capabilities to do that. What? If you go to Star Trek Next Generation, they did excellent episodes about this with data. Yeah. It was a big episode about is he, is he yeah, saving it or not saving yeah. it. And yeah. it goes back to our Yeah, they actually did a court case. But this is where we're this is where we're going though. I mean, this is the direction we're heading. You know, where I I think in our in your lifetime you're gonna see it. I guarantee it. You're gonna see artificial intelligence. I mean to a degree that it's really I think we need to ask ourselves what just because it's not biological does not make any less biological well, than we are. But this is again, this is this is where this is where the double standard applies. Why? So let's say we we successfully create an artificial intelligence. Why is that creation less valued than a human? Can I answer the question? Because, what? because, because human beings, we still think in our heads that we are the top, that we are the cream of the crop, we're made in God's image. Right. That's stuck in our heads. And this is why it's so hard to people to comprehend. But, but if Ian, Ian Musk and Bill Gates can think that about an artificial intelligence, right. why can't the white nationalists think that about <laughs> white people? What are you talking that's, about? that's the same mentality that the white nationalists have. Right. That they are superior right. to an African American, exactly. a Puerto Rican, whatever. That it is beyond their comprehension that these things should be equal. And I blame that for the But if, but if we're trying to create, we're trying to create a new species. It basically, yes. That we think are gonna be there to do do our bidding. Right. Slaves. 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 Right. But we've we tried that. It didn't work. Didn't work. The, the slaves it wanted freedom. Bad. Slaves wanted freedom and all of a sudden they've got rights. Right. How long? And again, you can say you can say that's just crazy animal. That's just crazy animal. They're never gonna give robots rights. Yeah, you don't know that. You don't know that because and this is going to piss off a lot of people because it, it it's only been oh my god it's only been five years since homosexuals gained legal equality I'm not saying they aren't right. don't don't twist words don't twist what I'm saying I want you to think about this. It's only been five years since we took our first step on that slope about homosexuality. 
that now we are we are we are neck deep in the LGBTQ, the transgender, and and you can say no all you want, but the pedophiles are coming behind that. Yep. And once once the rest of the alphabet is approved, you're not going to be able to say pedophilia is a crime. It's a sexual orientation. It's a sexual preference. That's the push. It is a it is a sexual deviation from the normal man woman. We've approved all these other ones. We've approved and accepted and tried to push three hundred gender types. When science has proven there's only two. Two. On the rare occasion, on the rare occasion. There is that human that's born with both sets. And the percentage is like of this big, okay, folks? That big. Okay. <laughs> but as we and again, don't don't misinterpret I, I am using terminology to make a point. As we allow for further and further deviations, abominations. Deviants, deviations from the norm. We're going to get to a point, and people are going to say, "Well, pedophilia isn't all that bad either." Well, a thirteen-year-old can make a decision. We're doing it now. We're saying it now. We're saying we should be listening to the sixteen-year-olds and fifteen-year-olds that they know more about climate change and more about this, more about gun control. That we want to start letting them vote at age fifteen and sixteen. Um, What's next? Is there, and there, there are there are prodigy children out there that at age nine are graduating from colleges. And is it is it is it huh? Hubert's again. And you know, is it is it fair for this person who is nine years old and just graduated, you know, top top dog in at Cambridge uh, after whatever and. The Doogie Hauser syndrome. You you get a doctor that can do brain surgery on you, but it's not allowed to have a drink. Not allowed to not allowed to vote. Uh, the, the the we we have we have stepped onto a slippery slope and don't care. And it is it is starting to collapse underneath our feet quicker than I think anyone truly truly expected. And, you know, um, point out, uh, South Park did excellent. <laughs> of course it did. No, I really... I, I, mean, I, I get it. Push, I, I know. I would push to make, you know, pedophiles, uh, you know, are an accepted thing. South Park did an episode on that, and they were dead right. Uh, they, they nailed it. And uh, Mamula, that was the name of that group, you know, <laughs> men's and little, little small boys, some shit like that. But anyway, um, and they did a whole Catholic Church thing, and oh, and it's speaking of the Catholic Church. What did the Pope talk about this week? You know, or last week? It was like Thursday or Friday. You know what he said? He's considering making uh, celibacy a thing of the past. Since it's been what, 400 years since it's been in effect. But meaning Catholic priests will have sex and get married. Uh, that's what the Pope is thinking of doing. Um, totally reversing the Catholic Church stance on priests not being married. Um, which is gigantic, by the way. It's huge. It is huge. Uh, and I think it goes back to the pedophile thing where maybe if we didn't. Yeah, so many gay priests or pedophiles, not gay. Oh, let me back up because that's going to piss off a lot of people. 
uh, a lot of and didn't mean it like that. It's not like bad, I meant to say gay. Uh, but indicates that uh, gays, gays are pedophiles. pedophiles. That's not what I meant at all. But there is a gay culture within, and this is a fact, I'm sorry, but it is, within the priesthood. Um, now, this doesn't mean that the, because they're gay that they're pedophiles. Well, no. Uh, what it means, though, we do have a pedophile problem in English. Well, obviously. Um, it's beyond doubt on that. It's not, it's not even debatable, okay? So it's not. It's fact. And um, and I think this is the Catholic Church way of saying, well, maybe, you know, if we if we, if we we get away with the celibacy thing, we get away from, you know, uh, all the sickness within the organization. Um, and you know what their claim is? Get this. Their claim is they can't find priests. I'm making this up, folks. Research it. We can't find priests to serve in the Amazon because of the celibacy rule. So because you can't have sex, you can't, you don't want to serve in the Amazon to be a priest. Are, are you fucking kidding me? That's the reason? Yeah. Are you, uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a huge demand for Catholic priests apparently in the Amazon, but no one wants to do it because they're going to be celibate. Are, are you fucking, where do they come up with this shit? I'm not making this up research. This is what I you actually that. said. Again, I and again I'm not I'm not saying here that I am against homosexuality. Not my preference. I'll put it that way. Not, not my preference. Um but I think I think we are so and again I think this goes back to how today's world, everything is push this, push that, push, push you know. Um, less than five years, gay marriage, then we get into the LGBTQ, and now we get into the pushing children to be drag queen stars, and children drag queen this and that. And we lost a word, man. Like when my kid comes home from the high school, and it actually was in middle school time, and they have safe spaces and and bathrooms for um, what did he term it? Fuck. There's bathrooms for people who don't identify basically in my school system in Johnson City, New York, which just blows my fucking mind that my taxpayer money is being used for this shit. I, I, I can't wrap my mind about it, and I'm not trying to be like anti this or anti that. But to me, this is brainwashing. I, I, you know, a child doesn't understand shit about life, let alone themselves. So, of course, there's questions about their sexuality. I get it. We ought to really go through that. But the idea to reinforce this idea that, you know what, you're right. You were born a man or a boy, but you're really like a girl, so you know, we're going to push that aspect. I don't, I can't wrap my mind around we're doing it. I just can't. Well, and they can't allow in school, they're not allowed to call a male student or a female student. they got to use general yeah. neutral terms. I, I, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'd be kicked out of school already. Yeah. I'd be gone. Yeah. I'd be fucking and gone. That's, I that's, it today. And again, that's... If you look like you hear me say he, if you look like you say she, if I get it wrong, I apologize. Yeah. You know, but that's the way it is. But I think even beyond this, but it, but it slides even beyond that. Like I get the whole 
I'm trapped in a man's body. I'm trapped in a woman's body. I should be something else. I should be. I should be the other one. But it's like I'm trapped in a man's body, and I should be a toaster, <laughs> or I should be a hamster, or I'm. I'm a fat white guy, but I'm really a pregnant, pregnant black woman. I was a fish in the fire of my life. We'll get to that in a minute. In my former life, I was a fish. Really. I. There's got to be. Uh, it, it's a. It's, if anything, I just, I see it breaking down. Any sense of. Unity. We're back. Bond. We're back. Right. Um, but how do you how do you bond when you think you're a doorman? Where's that support for you? You know, I I think it. I think it's. I think it's. A continued effort to divisively continue to segregate, segregate, segment, and break down what what has made this country great is that at least we have come together about some things, but we we can't even seem to come together about that stuff now. Like, you know, so. Trump has said no, no transgenders in the military. I agree with that. But how does he feel about hamsters? Well, I got if, if 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 I identify as <laughs> a hamster, as a hamster, I mean it's a great dodge, I think. When you you know you fill out your paperwork, you're. GI 47-E and you put down you know, male, female, or other and you check other and put hamster. <laughs> okay. You're good. You will, we'll pass this time. Well, no, you can't because I want to serve my country as a hamster. I think the hamsters could bring a lot. Yeah, they could. Squirrels too. Squirrels. Little chipmunks. Squirrels. We get them all. Alvin! <laughs> Theodore! What's Theodore? Theodore, Alvin. I don't remember. Alright, so anyway, uh, so my first story. Um, I remember distinctly, I missed a, uh, a memory of one of the family. Yeah, you were a fish. I'm a fish. I'm making this shit up, folks. This is actually what I remember. And I remember, I know it's not such a but I remember this earlier in childhood. And I remember being in a fish tank, like one of those little holes you see, like in American Dad. Okay, we got Klaus and stuck in fucking, you know, a little fish tank. That was me. And, but I was in an apartment, and it was a small apartment. So they put the little fish tank in the kitchen. I remember being next to a refrigerator. And I remember looking up the fucking bowl. It was all distorted because of the red glasses. And it was a woman with dark hair, and she had a daughter with dark hair as well. No man person. I've never seen a man. I remember going, this really fucking sucks. You know, and I'm like, this this is what life is. This is it. And I remember those thoughts as a fish 
Go, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is it. I'm a fucking fish in a fucking in a bowl in a little fucking dicky fucking apartment in, in in a fucking kitchen next to a fucking refrigerator. And that's that was that's all I heard. But if there is a certified bona fide hypnotherapist out there <laughs> that can take Jeff back to his that's goldfish funny. days, please, please, for the love of God, contact the show. I want to get you on, and I want to do a live show. This would be a bonus extra for anyone that supports this radio show, yeah. as we will do a live on video of reverting, regressing Jeff back to his goldfish days. <laughs> My God, this this is this is a money maker. I might actually remember my fish color. That would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh my God, what do we show on regression? Yes, we will. Um, yes. But anyway, back. To, so yeah, I. It's not a lifestyle for me. I guess I am concerned about how they are pushing it so hard every day. Transgender drag queens in libraries reading kids' stories. Why? Why why can't you just they couldn't find anyone else to read that story to these kids? No, it's, it's an indoctrination. It is an indoctrination. It's, it's, and it's, it's brainwashing, uh, you know, apparatus. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I don't want to say the name of this religion. I'm not going to say the name of this religion because I, don't know, I have friends who are in this religion and I do not want to offend them whatsoever. Your religion's a very, you know, personal thing. But I dated a girl and uh, her name was Anjaka and she was gorgeous. By any stretch of imagination, this chick was gorgeous. Perfect facial features, perfect in the body. Gorgeous, big breast, perfect ass, 90 pounds, just gorgeous, 50 pounds in the chest, gorgeous. Anyway, uh, she was Puerto Rican and uh, Italian. Absolutely So anyway, long story short, gave her, but she was in a certain religion. And anyway, long story short, I was the devil in this religion, and she ended up telling the elders. Uh, of the uh, sexual things we did, uh, which got her booted from this religion. Now, she didn't tell me she got booted because of me. So there's this big, they don't call it Christmas, but they have this big celebration every year around Christmas time. So she invited me to this thing. So I go, we're all at this hall, we'll call it, and her family's there. They're in the front row in front of us. They don't even talk to it. They don't even acknowledge your presence, right? They're talking to me. Joe Blow from Idaho, right? But nobody acknowledges she even exists because she's been excommunicated because she's dating me and because of the sexual things we do. She tells me after the fact, because I asked her, I said, why the hell did your family so wrong? Why didn't they give Why did everybody pretend you didn't even exist? They said, oh, why did excommunicated you because you're dating I'm like, are you? Are you fucking kidding me? You know? And so I, you know, I felt horrible. I'm like, I'm dating this girl and she's gonna kicked out of her religion because of me. So I'm like, okay, well, let me go to some of these meetings with you. You know, maybe we can smooth shit out. So I go to one of these meetings. 
right? And the guy zeroes in on me, the preacher will call, right? He and this guy is just staring at me the entire time. And they go off and they 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 knew they must have knew what was coming. They have bugs, they have informants, they got this shit down. They, this stuff is done. And they look so they picked the scripture out of the Old Testament, twisted in their own way, to reflect on the knee and they her, right? And, and the whole thing's about this. But they don't take the whole scripture, right? It could be paragraphs long, depending on which scripture you're referring right. to. They took three lines, right? For two hours. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. For two hours, we went over these three lines of the scripture. And, and they would be like just questioning every word and asking the, the, the attendants what it means. There would be raise their hand and, pick, and they would call and, and they were like, well, we'll take this a step further. For, so for two hours, we went over these three lines. By the end of that two hours, I was brainwashed. I fear, freely admit, I believed exactly what they were telling me those three lines meant. I mean, it was that well prepared. Yeah. And that, I mean, it was amazing. I remember leaving going, oh my gosh, wow, that was amazing. They're like, wow, they really, they nailed that home and they had that shit down. It was days after. I'm going through my King James version Bible, which is a little bit different than yours. And I'm picking out these three lines. I'm like, all right, well, somewhere along the line, someone changed the scripture. What they told me, the what's in the King James version. And I'm not saying who was right or wrong. Right. But then I read the rest of the scripture. I'm like, well, there's no way it can mean what they're referring to means. And then I'm like, <gasps> they brainwashed me. The motherfuckers got me. I remember sitting there so amazed. As intelligent as I am, that I can be brainwashed after two hours. But it happens. What was the whole point of this conversation? I don't know. But the point being... Brainwashing children. Yeah, brainwashing children. Drag queens and libraries. Right, it's easy to do. I mean, it's amazingly easy to do to people. And I never realized until it happened to me, you know, how highly intelligent people. Like uh, the Heaven's Gate people that all off themselves when Haley's kind of the Bible. Right? Hmm? Their IQs were in the 130 plus range, 140 plus range. These were highly intelligent people. They had master's degrees, they had doctors. Very intelligent people, but they were brainwashed. So it doesn't matter what your intelligence level is. You know what I'm saying? It, it can be done. It can be, I don't know if it's hypnotism, I don't know what the nature of it. Um, people can be easily brainwashed. It's amazing it's, what can be done. It's what can be supplanted in your subconscious. It's not, believe it. it's not, I don't think it's hypnotism as much as it's. Reading, reading your audience, reading your mark, and then applying, applying what you want in terms they would 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 grasp. But they, they did it in a way that it made you yeah. so tired, right. just hearing the same thing over right. and over again. I mean, and listen, over and over and over and over. This is what it means. 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 And your mind is so tired at that point. You're like, you just want this to fucking end. You're like, yeah, that's what it means, motherfucker. Let me go home. You know? Well, and that's, yeah. <laughs> and that's the premise behind police interrogations. Exactly. Police interrogations are the same way. Yeah. They, you know, they have all kinds of different things they do. You can't back up. They, you know, they're nice to you. They're mean to you. They keep hammering the same thing. Keep hammering the same details. Um, I wasn't a bad get you, get you, get you to repeat details back. Um, play, play. You, yeah. Call if you're arrested. 
Shut the fuck up, call a lawyer. Shut, shut the fuck up, Friday. Yeah. Have you seen these guys? These two guys, these two lawyers, and and uh, and uh, Facebook. No. <laughs> these two lawyers, and I think it's predominantly they do like, uh, like uh, marijuana and possession cases right. and things like that. So these two guys, and they they are they are jamokes. They one guy's a little taller, one guy's a little shorter. They're smoking the big cigars. They got that whole. Ambulance chasing looking lawyer, and they do a they do the shut the fuck up Friday. <laughs> if you're arrested, shut the fuck up. They're shut the fuck up Friday, and the one guy's talking, the one guy goes shut the fuck up. That's telling you shut the fuck up. Cops arrest you, shut the fuck up. Get you pulled over, ask the officer if you're being detained or you're free to go. If you're being detained, shut the fuck up. You know, so they're just going off about the. I have to post it to the. These guys are funny, and. um yeah, um, I had, in high school, so this is back, 82, 83, a, uh, wasn't called history class at that point, it was social studies, whatever it was, and uh, that was his big advice to us when we were talking about the legal system and this, that, is that if you're ever arrested, shut your mouth. Use your right to be silent. Get a lawyer. Doesn't matter what it is. Whatever they're accusing you of, if they're accusing you of something, get a lawyer. They're not your friends. They're not there to help you. Shut up. Shut up. Get a lawyer. Don't, don't say anything. Don't volunteer information. But yeah, that's it. They they work on you. They wear you down. They keep you in interrogation for hours, days on end, just hammering away. Uh, sleep deprivation, hard chair. Uncomfortable chair in comfortable positions, uh, you know, harsh lighting. If put this way, they were so good at what they did as a figure that if they told me Jesus was a drag queen, I probably fucking left me left that meeting believing that. I mean, they were that good. I mean, they I mean they, they had to shit down. And they yeah. got I mean to stare the entire time at me, like he's talking directly to me. Is he asking all these questions? People are answering those three fucking lines. Wow. Got it. I took my head off. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, but yeah, just. I mean, years later, I mean, I may have walked in one of these places, not naked, and straight through the way back in my car and drove off just to say fuck you. It may have been, I've done that. It may have been, not been in the news, I don't know. But not saying I did it. May have on video ever. Allegedly. 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 Or, or did he? Or did he? Or did he? Or did it? Or did he cross his mind? Look up news stories about 10 years ago. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, we're a quarter after two, so we're a little over two hour mark, which is fine. Uh, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it's it up. It's been a good show. Um, I will uh, finish this off tonight. Okay. We're still working on what we're going to say at the end. Uh, I think after a year, we probably have something. I came up with some shit. It really sucked. Uh, but next show we are going to do uh, is Godzilla. Godzilla, real. Is uh, we're going to tell a Sasquatch story or two. We've gotten away from that. So Got to get back to that. Uh, we're going to talk about Europe, the group, the band. Uh, oh, I do think I do think I remember them now. Europe. Uh, we're going to do a little about regression. We'll talk a little about regression. regression. Maybe some past life shit. Uh, and then shit figurines. That's the big shit figurines. Shit figurines. Uh, I may have some stories from Stadler. Because uh, we are going up Sunday to the Stadler Hotel for a second fair. 
And so I may have some stories from Stalin. May not, but I may. Are you going to try and make some money? Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, actually, um, double check with my doctors, double check on my leave of absence. Uh, I will be sitting down. I will not be reaching. Uh, things that I would be doing at the casino, I will not be doing at this particular venue. And uh, I'm going to try to make some money in life. I'm going to try to make some money. Uh, I'll be reading cards. I want to be doing a psychic medium thing. When they put you on restrictions, so you can't deal cards again, um, in case you need them, obviously, you sit. Um, how do I approach this subject? Say you want to masturbate. Is that, I mean, is that allowed in your condition, or is masturbating um, out? I think I could, because I'm predominantly a righty. And it's the left side they worked on, so I can't uh -huh. over exert the right, the left side. Gotcha. Um, although I will tell you, coming out of the surgery, uh, I've lost a lot of interest in that. Oh, that's And a lot of interest in, like, my appetite. I lost my appetite. Really? Uh, not lost it, but I just, um, I'm eating late. I'm eating much, much later in the day. Mm -hmm. Like when I get up, and I necessarily don't get up at the crack of dawn, but even when I do get up early, um, I really won't eat a meal meal till later in the day. And then and it's, it's, it's odd because I know I'm going to eat dinner in a couple hours, but I can't make it. I don't feel like waiting those couple hours till I get to dinner. So I'll eat like at 2, 3 in the afternoon. But I fill up quickly when I do that, and then... Come dinner time, I'm not really hungry. Um, so that's that. The sex thing, yeah. I think I still hurt, so I just, it's the last, it's one of the last things I'm in mind at this point. Um, so I already know. Whatever. Well, and the other subject we're going to try and touch upon, is escorts, local escorts. Is this, this is all for the next show? Okay, we'll, we'll push, we'll push escorts to the show after. Uh, I'd love to get one on the show with us. Now, that would be a fucking mind blower. I'll look at it. Which I don't like doing. Just for the show. Yeah. We'll be able to chat. We'll pay for our time. We'll pay for our time to be on the you show. Know, it's not sex. I will guarantee you, folks. I, this, this is my prediction, folks. When Jeff goes out to find this escort, he will find the only vice cop in the Broom County. <laughs> And that's when he's going to proposition to come back to his basement while they videotape a show. Uh, we'll be doing this show live from the Broom County Jail. Uh, hopefully it's just Jeff on the one side of the bars and not both of us. Well, the great but, thing about this is we're doing this on video and it's recorded. So if that situation happens, we have video proof and audio proof that this was not a sexual thing. It was an interview. Interview with us. Yes, because I'm sure they, I'm sure they've never heard that story before. <laughs> this was just for an interview. Speak clearly <laughs> into the microphone. Yeah, someone's going to jail now. <laughs> so again, we're on the patron page. We need to have your money. I'll have to do a new Pretty level short. called the <laughs> called short. the pay for our bail bond level. Um, That'll be a whole different category of goals we need to reach. Uh, we'll need to reach about $1,000 for a bail bond at least. Um, 
I guess I could put the also interview a prostitute level goal. So we made we made someone to chip in twenty thirty bucks for that. God, we're gonna get we're gonna get so we're gonna get so rated it won't be funny. Take a hold contact Yeah, yeah, perfect. So perfect. So, anyways, till till next week. Next week. Got it. Oh, okay. I guess I'm doing the final yeah, word then. Um, till next week, uh, please. Instead of being part of the problem, be part of the solution. Uh, instead of just sitting at home listening, contribute and be part of the part of the program. That's right. Um, I think one of the one of the bonus levels for contributors that will actually get you on. Uh, we've taken a huge step today with the with the YouTube. Portion. Yes. Um, and I know a lot has been doing some, or will be doing, sorry, some Skype uh, interviews with a woman out of the Buffalo area that wants to do a talk show. And they're going to do the talk show with Lonnie on Skype and her in Buffalo. Cool. So if we can get the Skype part done, we can start doing interviews with people too. That would be good. So uh, you never know. That might be part of the bonus feed. That might be part of the bonus materials that we get. Jim, Jim, Jim Jones. Bad choice of names, but I was going to go with Jim Crow, but that's even worse. Yeah, that's uh, that contributed. That contributes fifteen dollars a month to our cause, and yeah. we get him in to talk to him, get his point of view. Right. Uh, good, bad, or different, his point of view. You know what? If you don't like us, contribute, and we'll get you on. And you can give your counterpoint on yeah. this whole thing. Tell us the fuck off, Hey, you know, so that's contribute one time, make it enough. We'll bring you on. You can talk and say your piece and. Be done with it. So, until next week, check us out on YouTube. And on, as soon as Jeff gets it up, and I'm sure it's up on our YouTube page, I'll post it that it's up and going. Uh, this podcast uh, will be hitting probably between now and Thursday, Thursday at the latest. I'm thinking about going back through and picking out, cherry picking some spots and doing some fun stuff with it, like I used to do with the first yep. first few episodes. I know, I know when we did the one about uh, Roswell. I did a thing that was an advertisement for uh, weather balloon repair, <laughs> and uh, and when we talk about genetics, I did a thing with con yep. genetic, genetic, uh, whatever. So um, we had some fun with it, uh, especially being on video. This will be fun. Um, it'll add a new twist. I have to think about this. I have to start wearing some shirts that are yeah, that's where my Trump hat are inappropriately appropriate so we'll, we'll go with that but so until next time enjoy listen listen to us at www.letstalkitall.com uh we are also on podbean p-o-d-b-e-a-n you can find us there you can also find our sister shows which are the phoenix files with alani yep. and radio free anvil with radio me free uh and again we talk about different things different aspects of different things i try to i try to keep it paranormal but sometimes politics slip in there so it's just like me yelling at the computer screen without jeff being there uh, to add to it alani tries to keep it in the paranormal realm as much as possible she doesn't like the political stuff so i, I don't think she even listens to us anymore. i don't think I don't think I would. I don't think I would contribute. Alani is one of our faithful followers. She likes to get out and do this, but she doesn't listen, and I'm kind of glad. 
because I don't need the heat from the Donna Lopardo stuff we have to take. Especially, yeah, who's Donna Lopardo? Or, or, or is she? But, um, so, but Eli doesn't like the political stuff. And I think it's because she's scared. Because I think she actually does agree with some of the stuff we say. But it goes against her hippie liberal nature. I think it's a little agree. more than that, to be you. I think um, Eli's kind of a spiritual plane a little bit higher. He's not higher than many that were below her, but it, just in a different area where she knows it really doesn't matter. So, That's what I mean. so while we're, you know, in the gutter with it, <laughs> with the red balloon, Alani's at least on the curb yes. saying, don't, don't, don't eat the yellow snow. <laughs> so, um, anyways, with that being said, folks, have a good night. Talk to you next week. Uh, love having you with us. And now for the legal jibber-jabber. Let's talk to all this for entertainment only, and the opinions expressed are those of the expressors and not necessarily those of anyone else. The First Amendment and the randomly placed phrase, or did they, is all the legal protection we need to express ourselves in a serious, sarcastic, informative way. A lot of what we know is from the internet, so it has to be true and accurate, so please hate the game and not the player.